Okay, let's see what's news today. Uh, the morning paper blues, huh? Oh, bad, bad, worse. Wait. Uh-oh. No, good news. The General Assembly in Richmond is working on a law to help Dominion Energy customers. If it passes, it's going to lower the cost of electricity. Uh, let me see. Right here. Wow, you're right. It saves Dominion Energy customers at least $350 million. Is it law? Mm, not yet, but I sure hope it passes. Great. Now pass me the comics. Legislation being considered by the Virginia General Assembly strengthens regulatory oversight and saves customers at least $350 million. That means a savings of about 6 to $7 a month for the average residential user, according to the State Corporation Commission, the agency that regulates utilities in Virginia. It's common sense rate relief that helps us continue doing what we do best, meeting the needs of our customers. To take action, visit dominionenergy.com forward slash rate relief. Paid for by Dominion Energy. Hey, screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. Double V is in the house tonight. The voice are always very similar to me <laughs> to Nico Luro. Shout out to all of my Nicoholics. What up, movie fans? How are we doing? Yeah, how is everyone doing? How is everyone doing? Okay, guys, it's that time. I'm going to be guilty because I haven't done it myself. Get your get your share button on. Get your share button on. Let, 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 let's tell a few people what's going on. They could be part of the live squad instead of the VOD squad. You know, not that we hate the VOD squad. The VOD squad is equally appreciated as is the pod no. squad. Shout out to all of the people of the VOD squad and all of you pod squad people. Shout out to all of you guys. I love the fact that it's two weeks and this has become a thing now. I love it. <laughs> Bro, it is a thing. It is actually so badly a thing that you don't even know. Like, like yeah, I, the, yeah. People will see more and more of, of this stuff because that's what it's all about right now. So I've shared. I've shared. I've not. I've shared. I've shared. That, that would be a bit. Um, now, there's one person who specifically wants it as it starts. That's why. So it's been shared before. But, mm. um, yeah. And um, how can I say it? You know. Yeah, I, I'm not going to like because that's a bit pretentious. We don't like our own shit. We just beg you to like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. It is what it is. But how is everyone doing, guys? Francis Lalonde's in the house. Den the Tech is in the house. A few of you all stand out in the comment section down below, guys. If you're here, I see a few of you watching there. Haven't uh, Gavin Man's in the house? Let's get a few comments up. Francis Lalonde says, greetings all. And I have to say, Nico and AJ, sounds like a great names for con artist team. Cell five. <laughs> Yes, oh, you went the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cook that. 45, then the tech. Hey, hey, hey. What up? Hey, Gavin Nance hey, hey. here. Found out today that Crispin Blunt is rhyming slang. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Now I need to Google it. Oh, come on. Figure it out, bro. Oh, okay. There you go. Come on. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus. Tucky's in the house too. Evening all. Nathan Jordan, your broski is here. What up, Nathan? Too sweet back to you, my friend. Good to see everyone. I have a question, AJ. You're more in the know about these things than I am, and I desperately need your help. So please don't tell me we're talking about con because I just like puts on. No, 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 no. Hey, the black no, man no. Knows about con. <laughs> yes, your best friend is a hardcore racist. Did you not know? Fuck's sake. Jesus. Uh, no. <laughs> So we we uh, Jackie Gomez is here. What up, Jackie G? Hey, hi, hi, hi. Jackie. Obrigado. Thank you for joining us, Jackie. Appreciate it. Um, and Gavin Man says, AJ, sorry, went topical too early. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I sat down with 
the lovely wife the other night. We were both really tired. We didn't have time to get into a full-blown movie. So we were like, oh, fuck it. Let's just put some, something brain dead on, which we can just watch half of and not care about. So we went to our go-to, which just happens to be the Great British Bake Off. Great British Bake Off is fun. It's great. Yeah. It's 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 formulaic as fuck. Like you, you, I mean, you never know who's gonna win, but you literally know it's like copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. Every show is the same, right? Now, at the moment, they're doing the stand up to cancer bake off, which is fine. Love that, love that. But they're doing the celebrity version of stand up to cancer bake off. Now, much like I always kind of felt with celebrity <laughs> Big Brother, and. Like this, like I'm watching these people and the way they do it with the stand up to cancer episode is like they, they don't do a whole season. It's like each new episode has four new celebrities and they just do one show, then move on to the next batch. Right. Okay. And I'm looking at these people. I'm like the one guy and I didn't even recognize him because my boy has aged. Blake Harrison from the Inbetweeners is on there. And I didn't notice Full him. Beard at first. Stuff, Full yeah, beard, like... gray beard, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, gray bit. I was like, the fuck? Oh, Neil is gray. I was like, no! <laughs> that was mean I hate that stuff. Um, but, 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 but. Here's the thing. The other three people, I was like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I may not know. But bro? Let's, go for, let's go for the new day. <laughs> no, no, but that's how I felt like. I literally felt like, whoo, whoo, who are these people? I could, bro, I couldn't even name them to you. Oh, sorry, Pedro Santos is here. Didn't catch you, Pedro. Opa, opa, opa. Great yeah, to have you here, Pedro. Thank you for joining us. Makes memorabilia is here too. Looking forward to today's show. Thank you. It's very kind of Thank you. We you. are looking forward to going through it. But these people, man, I'm like, one's a radio presenter. Like this, this, I think she's a radio one presenter, but I was like, I've don't listen to radio one, but I've never heard of you. Just, was she Scottish? No, she was very black and very Afro-Caribbean. Like the opposite of Scottish. <laughs> you can find black people in Scotland. Gavin, back me up. Um, but um... One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know him, yeah. That was the worst Scottish accent ever. But we I knew him. Um... No, that was bad too. Ah. <laughs> it's new, a late one for Oh. Is it, oh, there was like it a radio one nothing. presenter. There was like, bro, I couldn't even fucking. They left that much of an impression on me that I couldn't even tell you what these other people did, let alone their names. The point is, is I'm not going to test you. I'm just going to be like, what's happened? Like, I remember like back in the day, said the old geriatric. But when celebrities came on, it was like, I know all of these people. Now, the, we're, we're, they're not bringing on, like, drill stars who I won't have heard of because I'm not down with the drill music. These are people who are sort of our age demographic. And I'm like, is this what constitutes a celebrity nowadays? But here's the question. Here's me. the question. Is it our age demographic as the demographic we like to still think that we're part of? or is it No, no, no. It's age? legitimately our age demographic. Uh, I, don't know. I have to be honest, and this is, this is the God's honest thing. I believe the era of stars and superstars is long gone and you know th this is coming from two guys who like broadcast weekly live every tuesday <laughs> to the masses and when i say the masses i'm not disrespecting you guys because we appreciate all of it but you know we, we we are we endorse ourselves as yeah i have a youtube show now i'm not saying these guys are on our level like they probably kick our ass financially and following wise in any category but it's it's that kind of 
all right, I'm just going to break it down the way I break it down very quickly to everyone when I get into this. I blame the internet and I blame Sky. Back in the day, we grew up on a channel one to five bit of Sky. Mm. Now, there are so many channels. Every household has their own, each room has their own TV and kids just watch the internet. Now, I appreciate it. You may not recognize a radio star because they're on the radio. It's not your channel. You miss out. But, you know, I think back in the day, and I don't know if it's sacrilege to say his name now. I don't know if he was found guilty, but we all knew who Dr. Fox was, you know? Like, Dr. Fox was a name. You knew who he was. Um, who? Do you want to take any pics? No. Dr. Fox from Drive Time, Capital, Capital of Hebrew. Like, he was... Okay. See, this is why I say you're more <laughs> down with the people than I am. I don't know who the all fuck right. that is. Let me try this one. We all were aware who Chris Tarrant was. Yes. Who wants okay. to be a millionaire? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but he also done the breakfast show on ITV. Like, yeah, yeah, but who wants okay. to be a millionaire? But yeah. So, like, we, we, yeah. But what I'm getting at, we knew a few radio presenters. Chris Evans, not Captain America, the ginger one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there was a few. Yeah. Or TFI Friday, if you're that old enough. But, like, this is what I'm getting at. They, they were there. We kind of knew who they were. Now, the world is so diverse that I think. Careful the, dropping the D word, because that's a positive normally. No, 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 no. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it limits what... It's diminished the possibility of having what I would call a superstar. Now, for, for all intents, look at when we were talking about Jason Derulo. Uh, and no, 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 no. Sorry. If you say his name, you have to sing it. Jason Derulo. Derulo. <laughs> but you remember, Andy was like, why are you guys singing Harry Belafonte? Like, it was just like... <laughs> so I remember but it's, it's like the pockets of like back in the day when someone said Michael Jackson, we knew where we were going. Come on, yeah. You say Whitney, you say Madonna, you know, we know where we're going with these. And then, even on a lower level, you had your Grant Mitchells, people know more by their celebrity while we're on the show. Yeah. Dot. Cotton, but you, you get what I'm going with this. I like, do, but bro, it, it's it seems to be like a trend now. This, the, this, the big C label, and I'm not talking about. Cunt, I'm talking about celebrity, although the two cannot necessarily be mutually exclusive. Um, it's like th what seems to constitute a celebrity now is very, very vapid because this is like okay, fine. Bake off is one thing, but I told you like a month or two ago when I was at that um that event for, for David Bennett and he was doing his big gallery, like the biggest celebrity photographer of all time. You would think some notable celebrities would turn up. Elton John, Tiny Temper, Jerry Halliwell, Elizabeth Hurley. All people who were on the guest list didn't show up. So we had ended up with an event with the gallery owner trying to tell me, yeah, get a photo of that person. And I'm like, who the fuck are they, bro? <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's that person. I'm like, cool. What do they do? Now, if you went up to someone and said, I don't know who Elton John is, what does he do? Man would say, he sings. Tiny Temper, he raps. Gary Oldman, he acts, right? These people, when you say, what do they do? It's like, are they famous for being famous? It's like, what? <laughs> Unless you're Kim Kardashian, that's a no. Like, <laughs> even that, like, yeah. What no, Kim, Kim's big. You, yeah, Kim's, Kim's famous. Like, Kim, Kim is that, that like standout, isn't it? But this is the yeah. problem. But again, it's like one of the biggest, you know, oh, do you know what? This is so long overdue. R.I.P. Jamal Edwards. Like, do you know, like when you talk mm. about the, the YouTube platform, this is a guy who showed the world that it was possible. And I kept saying yep. I was going to do it, but it always felt inappropriate. But some people don't even know who Jamal Edwards was. And be like, oh, man, yeah, I kind of heard of this SPTV. But then in, in this same world of celebrity, KSI. Now, some yep. people are like, who the hell is this guy? However, this guy is doing like Love literally everything, but it's 
it's in that it's just a complete different world, you know. Like, yeah, as you said, the it's, Paul, it's interesting. Logan it's interesting and... you mentioned KSI and Logan Paul because they're definitely two guys, at least from our part of the world. You know, you've got guys from the states and different parts of the world who I'm sure are all equally responsible for this in their local environment. But it's very interesting that you mentioned KSI and Logan Paul because those are two very, very much guys who have built their stock so much from essentially nothing, like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Who, I mean, minus yeah. the sex tape. She's literally famous for being famous. These guys don't do anything. You know, KSI and his boxing, Logan Paul and his wrestling, although he was quite good at Mania, to be fair. Do you know what? But, I even rate KSI for, like, the body transformation he's done. I, I'm yeah. not say, I, I'm Listen, not respect for getting in yeah. shape. Respect for getting in shape. I'm not going to... Respect for getting in the ring. I've always said this. I'm not going to knock anyone who's got the bollocks to go and get punched in the face. Respect. Do I think you did it well? No, but you did it. So respect. Um, they've broken that barrier. Where I would say, yeah, KSI now is a celeb. Logan Paul, much as we may not like them, is a celeb, right? These people on Bake Off and that the gallery, I was like, no. Yeah, but do you know what? This is the problem, bro. Do you know before we'd have superstar, then stars who would appreciate? Now the world only has stars. So, like, yep. we'd have stars on Bake Off. Now, because we don't have superstars, it's like, and presenting. Okay, cool. And I just have to accept it now. And I find it kind of sad, but it's what I do when I kind of watch TV now. You know, whether I watch Celebrity Apprentice or The Apprentice. It's the Apprentice like is it. great. Oh, I love it. I love, I love it. it. I caught up finally last week. I was a few it's good, isn't it? The new season. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I, well, it's finished now. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. All right, yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I had a good time with it. I had a good time with it. So that's our little rant on celebrities. There we go. We've done 12 minutes in. And I'd just like to address this comment from Pedro. How's Nico not watching his Chelsea versus Real Madrid? Two points on that. Number one, because show and because you guys and because I want to make sure that we stick to our weekly show, given that two weeks ago we took a week off. So I owe you guys. Also, I don't worry. <laughs> it is scrolling. <laughs> In the background, it is scrolling. <laughs> I'm fully focused on the show, but if something happens down here, I'm like... You may see me go do this for a moment. Yes! <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, but you have to. You have to give the people that, you know, Gavin, I think it was Gavin who, who shed in a, that. Uh, you remember that scene in Pulp Fiction um, when Travolta enters Mrs. Mia Wireless's house and she's talking to him through the intercom and he's like uh, the one by the wall and he's like, like, where's the intercom, right? Gavin Mann shared a gif of that two weeks ago when I said, uh, well, there's no show this week. And he said, Tuesday night. <laughs> it's brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's ingrained in us now, guys. It's one of those things that, yeah, it, it, it's life. Unless it's like life changing, like we, we try our best to commit to it. There are days I work late at work. Tuesday, I'm like, I have a podcast to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got to go. I've got two non-movers. Tuesday evening is podcast day. Thursday afternoon. And I've this is true now. I don't care what work comes in. Short of Steven Spielberg picking up the phone to me directly and saying, we need you to come and edit for us. Thursday afternoon is reserved for me taking my daughter. That is daddy daughter. Take it where? Swimming. Oh, nice. Baby colors, that's so fucking cute. Jesus Christ, that's awesome. That's it's awesome. really awesome. Uh, Frank Torres is in the house. Hello, Frank. Hello, friends. Hope you're well. If you had to pick a director to make a movie of your life, who would it be? Oh, 
I mean, <sighs> there's a part of me that would love to say old school guy Richie, but I'm not that exciting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I would that would have been my oh, that would have been one of my picks, like a, a Tarantino slash guy Richie. I'm gonna go yeah. Scorsese. I'm gonna go Scorsese. Oh, you're not you're not fucking around, huh? Scorsese, my guy. <laughs> it's the one, AJ. Not just any old AJ. The one, AJ. <laughs> David O. Russell. And if you're wondering who that is, AJ, the director of the fighter. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what's going through my head? Do you know what's going through my head now? But again, not that interesting. But David O. Yellow? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. How cool it would have been to have a um Tony Scott edge to my life being told by you know, all right. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That little gritty overlay that he does. Yeah. <laughs> Everything kind of a green tint. Yeah, absolutely. Now David or Russell, I think, would have captured my formative years fighting and diving in Thailand very well. Do you know what? I'm not going to bullshit. I think it'd ha- no, I take it back. As much as obviously Scorsese would be awesome, I'd have to go with Tarantino. I think he could capture the dialogue of my sarcasm quite well, especially the early years the, the, where we first met. I think that, that smart-ass mouth of mine, I think Tarantino would capture me well. <laughs> I go with Summer Art House. AJ goes for a Hollywood blockbuster. What else is new? <laughs> I love it. I love us. <laughs> Who was I going to go for, though, for like the quirk that is more? Abigail Jamil is in the house. The chmon from Nico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Francis Lalonde, in answer to Frank Torres, you a ball. <laughs> oh, don't. Francis, oh, don't. I rate you far too much for that. Yeah, way too much. <laughs> Makes memorabilia. Nico, that C word celebrity comparison is spot on. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree with what uh, Frank Torres has said here. Wonderful answer. Lol, indeed. Oh, what have we got? What have we got? We've got a lot of comments. Fuzz Aldrin's in the house. Hey, Fuzz. Hey, great guys. to have you here. I love that. Gavin, man, Nico, I have my moments in reference to the, uh, <laughs> in reference to the Travolta. Love, love, love that. Uh, Frank Torres says David or Russell builds Oscar winners. You know it. Nice. You know it. Uh, and Pedro Sancto says Frank, if I had to pick a director, probably choose one of the greatest, Kurosawa or Bergman. Oh, Kurosawa is a good shout. Kurosawa. Again, I'm not that interesting. I would love to have that kind of dynamic. I'm not that interesting, so I'll pick Tarantino. Because he could capture my dialogue. I don't have enough of a life story, so it has to be through dialogue more than. And Tarantino does. Okay. Do you know what? That's based on what you've just said. That's a fair answer. Yeah, that is a very fair answer. I, I rate that. Cool. Right. Let's shall we? Yeah. Act some movies. Do some. Do some shooting the shit. Give the people what they want. Also, where's that Real Madrid score? <laughs> Sorry. Half time. Very good. I can tune off for a moment. Cool. So before we actually get into all of it, I would uh, just like to ask people a few things. For those of you. As part of the live squad, those of you watching us live right now, if you could give the video a like, that would be really, really, really appreciated. Just it helps us rank in the YouTube algorithm. It makes YouTube happy and all of that. <laughs> Gavin Man says, AJ, just go Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, it's Michael Bay directing AJ. He'd probably do explosions in your dreadlocks, bro. That's how fucking out of touch he is. Literally. Like the lockdown. You know what we can do? We can get the black guy to have exploding dreadlocks that go boom. Fucking Michael Bay. Jesus. 
Oh, Francis Lelong says, like, share. Thank you so much, Francis. And to all of you guys, too, please, yes, like the video, share it with anyone who you think may be interested. To the pod squad and the VOD squad, guys, the same goes to you. If you can always like after, we still tune in. And if you want to comment after the video has finished airing live, I will come in and be answering the questions. I will. I am interacting you as, with you as much as possible. Let's make it fun, actually. For those of you in the VOD squad, in your comments, why don't you start your, cap, your comment with hashtag VOD squad? Boom. Then I know who you are. Hashtag VOD squad. And also because we're just the masters of shameless plugging, uh, as we do bring you a weekly show and as because some of us choose to miss our favorite teams playing in very important Champions League games and because for most part, two weeks ago, including we try not to really miss weeks and give you guys weekly content. Um, if you happen to like the content, no expectation, but please do head on over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie dudes and for and this is not an exaggeration for literally less than the price of your daily starbucks for as little as two pounds two little sterlings you can support the two guys who bring you weekly content super appreciated indeed it is, indeed it is. gavin man i am vod squad and pod squad well you're here gavin so you're also live squad technically you're the you're the hat trick my man <laughs> thank you very much gavin that is indeed the one now again People are thinking like, well, we know the VOD squad of people who watch after this show, but yeah, they're watching it either on Facebook or YouTube. Both are appreciated, guys. But who's the pod squad? How can I be part of the pod squad? How can I spread the word to the pod squad? Well, guys, it's pretty easy because the movie Mount Rushmore is available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, TuneIn, Stitcher, Geo7, and all you have to do is search for the movie Mount Rushmore. Nope, just movie Mount Rushmore. That would also work. You got me back for the times I got you for you. Buy me a coffee. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> there Not is that no I think by putting in the movie Mount Rushmore, you won't find us. But hey, you never know. But let's stick to movie Mount Rushmore. I almost want to try just for the sake of a debate and an argument, but let's move on. <laughs> uh, Francis Lalonde picks Hal Roach as their director. Jamila picks M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, Shyamalama Ding Dong. Love that. Uh, Happy which, more than that. Which... Well, it depends which my M. Night Shyamalan. The Village, I like. Unbreakable, I like. The Sixth Sense, just take it or leave it. Um, Lady in the Water, Abby, you are worth more than that. <laughs> I'm going with this. Like, yeah. <laughs> and follows up with, bless you with the hair care regime, Nico. That was one hell of a, a brush pack. <laughs> my girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just got out the shower today too. Got my new Windle Lab shampoo and all that. Got to got to be, you know, uh, non toxic and human friendly, bro. Have you seen the amount? Just quick. You remember when I showed you honey and I said like, there's certain honeys not to buy because mm -hmm. it says honey and honey imitations, and those honey imitations are essentially microplastics. Do you know the amount of shit that goes into fucking shampoo? Oh no, my god! Some of it, really some of these shit. ingredients, bro, are the same things they use to clean cars. I was like, "What?" No, I'm not endorsing. I'm not endorsing this in any way. But funny enough, I was on Facebook yesterday. I saw this lad by what I got from a guy, and this guy basically is. I think stop washing his hair for six years. He, he said it stopped him losing his hair. Again, not endorsing that. I believe all forms of washing is appreciated. But yeah, some of the stuff in there might be related to hair loss, people. So do be careful. Sorry, excuse me. Tried to pull in a bit there. Yeah, then the text says you want Steven Spielberg to direct his life. Sorry, the Steven Spielberg. <laughs> right, should we kick it off then, mate? 
Yes, we can. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. If you're listening to us on pod, please be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, do all of that goodness. For the VOD squad, same, please be sure to hit every comment you make with the uh, hashtag, hashtag VOD squad. For those of you tuning in live and joining us once again, thank you so much. Generally, we say this every week, means the world to us that you come in and give us a few hours of your time each and every week. So much love to you all. How does the movie Matt Rushmore actually work? AJ and I each get us under topic. We go our separate ways. We come right back here and deliver to you. The Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. This week, I will go first, delivering my bottom three. Then AJ will deliver his bottom three. I will deliver my next two. AJ will deliver his next two. And then we will trade one apiece. If at any time, while we are rounding off our individual top ten list, one person has a movie in a high position, the person will say, Punt. And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the higher position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top 10 lists, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential, diverse, must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Top 10 con movies. And that's as in con artists, not convicts. But con artists, two-timers, doubly deuces, stings, betrayals. Grifters. Not grifters. The whole works. Not convicts. Con air. Is not on the list. <laughs> That's the one. Okay, guys. So what happens after all of that happens? Well, this is what happens. We, the Silver Screen Dudes, as Nico said, will create the four diverse must movies of the particular category. Over mm. then, at that point, it goes over to you. Because you then have the even bigger challenge of crowning El Capitan, El Numero Uno, the best of the best of the best. And Sir. to quote Highlander, the one. Yeah, there could be only one. That's what we're trying to get to. So, basically, how does that happen? You will head on over to at Movie MT Rushmore on Twitter, or more importantly, at Movie Polls for You, good old We Love Movies, where you will get to vote for your favourite film of the category this week, being top 10 con movies. Last week, our topic was... Last week, our topic was the best quotable movie. And our contenders were... The Knights Who Say... Me! Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Hey, bye, you like dogs? Snatch. Ezekiel 25, 17, the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the founder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers and you will know my name as the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Pulp Fiction. Uh, and the last one is, oh behave, Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. Okay. I'm doing this based on stuff that you can quote in life. And this could be a bit of a risk. I'm going Monty Python at number four. No, sir. Yeah, I knew it. So the people went the other You way. knew it, then why you say it? <laughs> because it was the people were going to go one way or another. And they go more for what they prefer as a film as opposed to the actual topic of it being quotable. And then the others would have actually kicked this one's ass. But it's fine. So we now move forward. And I'm going to go with Austin Powers. As... No, sir. Oh, fuck me. Okay, snatch. Yes, sir. Nine percent. Disrespect. Right. In it. <laughs> Absolute disrespect. I am actually in a bit of a tizzles here. That is a word for you. Tizzles. <laughs> what seems to be your boggle? <laughs> <laughs> My boggle. Um. Here we How go. much do you weigh? Uh, <laughs> screw it. I'm gonna go. That was you just said. Austin Powers again. Yep. Okay. Austin Powers with 11%. Let me stop you now. For the first time ever on the Movie Matt Rushmore podcast, we have a draw for first. Both Monty Python and the Holy Grail and the almighty Pulp Fiction are both tied 
with 40% of the vote. That's interesting. People love Monty Python and it makes me happy. Good. Good. Now, just one last thing before we get into the to the show, guys. Uh, JT, I, I'm not going to go into details, but you know, we mentioned that he mentioned that he thought he had cancer. Then it turned out he didn't. He did still need surgery, and he's going into surgery, I believe, tomorrow. So, and then he's going to spend one day in ICU and should be back next week. But I would like everyone in the chat. Everyone in the live squad, everyone in the pod squad, everyone in the VOD squad, no matter when or how you are watching us, please send your love to JT either in the comments, either or and on Twitter at Movie Pulse for you. Just send him your love, send him your best wishes, send him some strength and support, please. Okay. And JT will be back with us next week. Now, best wishes to you, bro. Much love to our friend JT at We Love Movies. Now, for our lists. In at number 10, AJ. A movie which I don't think has ever been spoken about on the show. I am talking about a film starring Gabriel Byrne. I am talking about a film starring Tandy Newton, Jamie Foxx, and Sylvester Stallone. Shade. Also, Stuart Townsend and Melanie Griffith. <laughs> well played. Well added. So I'm guessing it's got, guess got cards in it. Which is, yeah. It does. So the story is actually quite fascinating. The, the premise is this. Sylvester Stallone plays this, and you don't see him for most of the movie. That, and that's the cool thing about it. They kind of keep him in the background as the big end-of-level or end-of-game boss. Um, the story and legend that's been built up about the Dean is this legendary poker player who is at a gangster shooter and he walked out with everything, leaving all the gangsters dead, right? Now, the Dean still plays poker and he still brushes shoulders with gangsters. But to play at the Dean's table, you have to fork out a quarter of a million to even be able to attend the table. Now, that's the setup. Now we cut to our characters. You've got Gabriel Byrne. And Stuart Townsend. Stuart Townsend is what's called a mechanic. He's a guy who doesn't only card count, but he's he's insanely good with his hands and with his cards, right? Gabriel Byrne sets everything up. Jamie Foxx gets brought on to try and help them. And the, the con is that the mechanic is going to feed cards to Jamie Foxx on the premise that they're playing against each other, where in fact they're in actually in cahoots, right? Anyway, Shit goes sideways, and without giving spoilers away, through a series of events, these guys basically, while running away from gangsters, also end up on a poker table with the Dean. And Stuart Townsend, the mechanic, is so confident that he attempts to go in and try to beat the Dean at his own game without any people helping him by purely being a brilliant mechanic and a brilliant poker player. It is oh so fun. Nice. Nice. Is Oh, so fun. Now, Sorry, uh, Gavin Man says, JT's got his I'm with JT. Hashtag love that. Love uh, Jackie Gomez says, did Nico have the opportunity to put his baby girl to watch Matchstick Men today with the best babysitter there is, Nicolas Cage? No, because the little girl decided to have an almighty freak out and scream in my face until about... We'll touch on that in a bit, actually. We'll I, I did mention this on Twitter. I thought we would. Um... And Gavin Man says, good pull, Nico. Never heard of it. What year did it come out? I believe Shade was a 2002 movie, if I'm not mistaken. Shade is very, very cool. And it's one of those really, it's one of those 
under the radar movies that no one seems to have heard of. Um, cool. So that was my number 10. In at number nine, uh, are we going to be saying punt here? I don't think so. And actually, I think you might kick yourself because it's one of our favorites, but doesn't get brought up much. Martin Lawrence, Blue Streak. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. It did actually slip the radar. It did actually slip the radar. No, no bullshit. It did. I thought it might have. Yeah. yeah. We love this film. Yeah. 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 Well played. So well for played. those of you who haven't seen Blue Streak, it's one of the very few good Martin Lawrence movies. There are not many. Martin Lawrence is a lead. I think he's ultimate backup dancer. He's done well in life. He's done well in bad boys. I was about to say, Life, Bad Boys, and Blue Streak are the ones I would pull for. Beyond that, I can take or leave Martin Lawrence. Same. But Blue Streak, he's the lead in this. Now, he's essentially a, a, a thief, a robber, um, and he robs, he steals a diamond, and he knows he's about to get caught. This is all at the beginning of the movie, first five, six minutes. He's all at the beginning of the movie, and what he does is he stashes the diamond before getting caught inside a vent of a construction site thinking when I get out of prison, it's fine. I'll come back and get it then. Right. Gets arrested. Now, because he doesn't have anything on him, he still gets a jail sentence for breaking and entering, but they can't actually get him for robbery because nothing on him. Right. So he gets out. Ah, I'm free. I'm free at last. Goes over to this building. Guess what? The building's a police station now. The setup, the idea of this is brilliant. I love it. So here we go. The idea is that he now, the con, is he has to pretend to be a policeman, but he's actually a jewel thief. But because he's such, you know, a streetwise guy and has had run-ins with police so much, he knows how to do police better than most police. <laughs> We're the police. He's done this before. <laughs> uh, and he's paired up with... Uh, is it? Yeah, it is Luke Wilson, isn't it? Yeah, it's the less yeah. famous Wilson brothers. Yeah, so he's paired up with Luke Wilson as his kind of understudy. And while cracking police cases, he's desperately trying to get his diamond back. Insue madness. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. It's very, well very played. Good. Well played. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, definitely. Do you and know what's really funny? Because there's another film that kind of played in my mind. I don't think it made your list. You haven't got Walter Goldberg, have you? No. But Sister Act kept popping, and I'm like, well, she is doing a con, but she's not really conning. She's, like, faking it to the nuns, or it is kind of a con, but it's not. And I was like, there's another film like that. There's another film like that. And for the life of me, Blue Streak was obviously the one, and I couldn't freaking get it. So, yeah, well played. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair play. Um, who is it who says this? Frank Torres says, you guys are Blue Streak fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's great fun. It's great. Fun. Blue Streak is great fun. Francis Lalonde says, Ooh, haven't seen Blue Streak in a while. Get yeah, on it. It's been a while. And Frank Torres says, Martin Lawrence and Luke Wilson speaking Spanish at the Mexican border. Wow. I even remember the line. Tengo un grande gato en mi pantalones. I believe you just said you have a lot of cat in pants. <laughs> Blue Streak is a good one. Uh, Jackie Gomez agrees. Blue Streak is such a fun movie. Martin Lawrence is hilarious. Den the Tech loving the Blue Streak suggestion. It is good. And Mitch Memorabilia says Blue Streak was a good casual watch, not top 10 in my opinion. Yes, but I didn't have time to see Nine Queens and Matchstick then. So I'm making up numbers here. You get me. <laughs> Nate's here. Nate Dammit. Hey, everyone. Hey, what up? Great to have doing, you. Bro? Thanks for joining us, bro. Um, and Jackie G says it's on Netflix. I'm assuming you're talking about Blue Streak there. 
If not matchstick man, then I'm ashamed. I hold my head in shame. Um, I'm going to draw time, 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 bro. I have a baby. It's very difficult. I last saw it on, I mean, it's coming up, but screw it. In your defense, I advertised last week that it's on Disney Plus. It's not there now. I don't know. No, it's not. I went looking for it. It is not. (laughs) I don't think it's on Netflix either, Netflix UK either. So, yeah, it's a difficult one. I've actually got the DVD from like ages ago. So, not that I had a chance to rewatch it, but yeah. The DVD of Matchstick Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went looking for it. No have. <clears throat> right, number eight. I'm going classic here. Ryan O'Neill and Tatum O'Neill. Paper Moon. Ah, Paper Moon. I yeah. discovered this film so last minute that I didn't get a chance to watch it. It's there's excellent. Of, there was bro. two films that I really wanted to see. And I could obviously Paper Moon being one. There's another film. It may come up on your list. So I won't say it just yet. So Paper Moon, it's such a wonder. Do you know what I love about these old school movies? It's such a wonderfully simple premise, but it works so fucking well. Seen it's all set in Depression era, so old school, old school. We open at a funeral. A man is arriving at the funeral to pay his respects to the dearly departed. The departed, that could have been another one. Fuck. Um, true. <laughs> true. Fuck fuck's sake um, and we pay our uh, yeah so a man arrives at a uh, at a funeral to pay his respects to the dearly departed and we have a young girl whose mother has just passed away she's born in the ground and no father to be seen anywhere and she's like i need to go to i th- believe it's missouri or illinois i can't remember exactly which is bad because i only watched it for the first time a few nights ago anyway that detail's not important she needs to get across the country no one can take her. This guy who's just shown up and they they toy with you in this. They never officially say it's her dad, but they're similar personalities throughout the movie. Everyone's noting, y'all got a similar jawline, like a really, really similar jawline. So they kind of toy with you throughout. He's essentially a con man who sells Bibles. And the con is so sweet. It's literally like he shows up at people's houses knowing that they've deceased so he's speaking to the people, you know, the relatives of the deceased. And he's like, hey, I, I'm just coming to, uh, to 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 deliver your book. Now you've paid your $1 deposit for it. I just need to collect the rest. Oh, but that per- and then the relative says, but that person's that. Oh, gee, shucks. That's terrible. And they ordered the deluxe edition. And it has this person's name on it, Meredith. And he knows that the person answering the door is Meredith. So this person who's just lost someone they love is like, oh, it's a gift he got me. It's a parting gift he got me. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I completely understand your mourning. Let me return your one dollar for you. She's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's a gift. Let me, let me buy it off you. How much did you say it was? So he cons the fuck out of people when they're being vulnerable. And little Tatum O'Neill gets involved in the act. She reads people better than he does. She looks at people's houses and that they're, like, they're rich. We can charge more than this. And so this unlikely friendship forms with them conning their way across the country and the cons gradually progressively get worse and worse and worse and worse and, you know, with higher and higher stakes till eventually a proper full-on run-in and chase with the police. Dude, it's simple and it's brilliant. You know how when you go on Apple's website and I'm not going to fucking start an Apple versus PC debate here, but let's talk facts, right? Going on Apple's website is pleasurable. It's simplistic, it's minimalistic, it works, it's efficient. This is Paper Moon. Mm, nice. I'm actually really pissed because it, it seemed like a great story. I just, 
You know when you find it out just and you're you're actually like finishing off a film and you're looking, you're like, oh, bloody hell! If I only had like, you know when you, I'm not gonna lie, there are days I'm tempted to take the day off work just to. <laughs> Congrats. Two 0 Oh wow! Okay, even further than I thought you were. Congrats again. Ha! Three three aggregate. Come on, Chelsea. Uh, sorry. Back to the movies. Cool. Yeah. No. Uh, like, just yeah. as I see that YG, I bet you're happy, Nico. Ah. <laughs> you know it, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Sorry, carry on with what you were saying. No, I was just saying. Sometimes I'm very tempted to just <clears throat> I can't make it in today and like squeeze a few more films in pre-Rushmore, but it just yeah, time is it's hard, obvious. bro. It's hard. But we've been going five seasons strong now, you. Know? So the types of top tens that we're thinking of are progressively getting trickier and trickier. Yeah. So the yeah. movies we're looking for are usually ones we've seen less and less or not at all of, right? Yeah. Remember, I told you a few weeks ago, like most of the time I can knock, I can pretty much fill seven or eight straight in. Yeah, no. <laughs> Those numbers are dwindling, bro. <laughs> Those numbers are dwindling. It's, it's hard. It is flipping hard. I swear to you. It's, yeah. Yeah. This is a challenge. This one was kind of a mix and match. Like, it's somewhat easy, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's yeah. And it, it, do you know what I hate? Is even when you do have it, you want to uncover gems and bring them out and do the edutainment because hell this is what we're about you know whether it's to be edutained or to share the edutainment and i'm just like damn and then i'll well, be in honest the case of thought... our movie fandom it's more, more 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 often than not people edutaining us oh yeah sure. more, we're, we're, more, we're yeah. more receivers than givers but hey you know it is what it is yeah but there we are uh, it's yeah. talking about movies and this show specifically yes <laughs> you just said receiving entertainment. Like, I was like, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to specify on that so that in case one day we do become big and famous, not going to happen, but God forbid, no one can take any comment out of context here. It's like, I'm keeping our tracks clean here. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my God. Francis Lalonde, Twitter variety says Gilbert Gottfried passed away. No, Iago. <sighs> Ah, is that true? Let, sorry, tangent. Yeah. Let me jump on Twitter here. Trending. No. Oh. Okay, well, here's a live one. R.I.P. to Iago, the great Gilbert Gottfried. Oh. oh. I'm actually quite devastated by that. Oh, man. Yeah, it's true. 67, bro. That's so young. It's no age, is it? It's absolutely no age. Bro, you and me are more than halfway there. That's... Yeah. 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 Oh, oh man. Well, thanks for bringing that to the to our attention, Francis. But, yeah, that's... That, oh, that's devastatingly sad. I must um, admit, I... Yeah, Iago for sure. Problem child. Problem yeah, he was the dentist in Problem Child, of course, wasn't he? Well, I'm sure they don't like you either, kid. <laughs> oh, man. R.I.P. to a great. R.I.P. to a great, and thank you for the memory. I hope he gets his in uh, in memorandum at the Oscars next year. Yeah. yeah. Francis Long then says, Paper Moon, so great. Sword in the theater on release. Wow. Nice. That's really cool. And then the text says, what the what? Never heard of it. Now you know. AJ, go on. Say your line. Yeah, entertained. 
No. Oh, if you don't know, then get to know. My God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Makes memorabilia approves. Good pick, Nico. And Francis Line, you owe me $200. Such a fucking good line. And Frank Torres adds, and this is a very fun fact, Tatum O'Neill was the youngest Oscar winner at the time for that one. Very correct. And Dan the Tech, I know you've said this two times speed. No, I cannot consume no, media that way. No, no, I can't no. It's, do it's it. not, I'm, I'm not watching a movie. I'm watching scenes at that. I'm not watching a yeah. movie and I refuse to do it. As much as it batters me, and I swear to you, I was up at like half two squinting and watching the last minutes of a film In <laughs> four it. times. But I, I, With a fucking 7 a.m. wake up, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Right, AJ. I will not double. Right, okay. Two. In at number 10, it's been a while, but I thought I will never really get a chance to bring this film up otherwise. So I'm going with it. Um, bear with me, guys, because it is a bit of memory. Mel Gibson in Maverick, as well as Jodie Foster and James Garner. What the what? You've never seen it? No. Fuck me, bro. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> so here comes the entertainment. It, oh, God, I remember watching this a lot on Sky Movies. Hey, look, Basically. I've even got a bit of wine ready for you. Hey. <laughs> Don't lie, you're saving that for the Chelsea goals. But we were, I guess. No lie, I've actually had a fucking hard day. That was literally just going to be done on the slide, but since we're here. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, good on you, bro. You deserve it. But um, yeah, no. So I remember this one. The, the whole story is um, Mel Gibson is a swindling card player. So he, he plays a lot of the trick at the hand. And the whole thing is very similar to Shade from what I remember. Now, this has been a very long time ago. This is when it first came on Sky Movies. I've seen it. He wants to get into the big game. And in order to get into the game, he needs to make X amount of money. So it's about swindling his way through the smaller games in order to make it to the final. Along the way, he's he encounters Jodie Foster, who I believe he's working with to, to get there. And one of the grand players is James Garner. Along the way, you start to see certain connections and certain twists and turns and each of them screwing each other because they all are masters of games and know how to swindle each other. But you'll find out some connections along the way. I won't get into it any further because you haven't seen it and I'm guessing some others have Is this the same James Garner who is in The Great Escape? Yeah, bro. I, I'm not familiar with another one. Do you recognise the face? Does it give you? <laughs> it does look like him. I think that's, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. He's him. He's him. Fuck. He was my, I know everyone's like an, I mean, I've got the guy on my fucking back wall here. Everyone going to go to McQueen, but yeah. I love James Garner in that movie. I really do. James Garner has always been my favorite part of uh, The Great Escape. I'd have to go back. I have to go back. I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be fair for me to say that. It's I just always remember fucking McQueen. It is but, uh, such a fucking good film. One that's near and dear to you, if I remember rightly. Great grandmother's favorite movie, bro. There we go. Yeah, that's the one. So, yeah, it's been a while, but I just remember Mel Gibson being this swindler in that film. And I just had to. I, I, I There's not many chances I get a chance to bring up Maverick. And I'm like, he was a swindler in that one. He he was the card trickster. So, yeah, I went for it. And it all like takes place on the boat. It's like this whole boat journey from what I remember. And, you know, they're playing cards along there on the old steam paddle boats. It's, it's really it was a cool film back in the days. It's, it's like a Western I appreciate. Put it that way. Have we done top 10 movies about boats? But we've done the sea. I don't think we've done boats. I we've done trains. <laughs> Just saying. Because I know a shitload about trains. Like, there was only one go-to when I think about boats. I suppose films locate films on a Speed boat. Speed 2. <laughs> oh, because that was, that was a world of fun. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Three no! <laughs> Three no! Oh, God, sweaty armpits. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the pressure's on, yeah. The pressure's on. Three 0 <laughs> <laughs> fucking three 0 Fuck you, Real Madrid. Yes, boy. 
Go on, Chelsea. Oh, cool. I'm really happy. Congratulations again to you, my friend. Uh, Jackie G appreciates you, AJ. Big Thank choice, you, AJ, on Maverick. Um, Kevin Mann confirms this would be a good drunk Rushmore. No, because y'all could fuck with us really badly. Yeah, I think there's too many. There's too many films that I wanted to. See. As I said, there's there's one other film I'm waiting to see if it comes up on your list. But I was so pissed when I saw it. I was like, oh, this was my chance to have seen it, and I didn't. Tim. Right. Okay. Now you know. We wait, have wait, 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 wait. Dan the Tech says, "Yeah, Maverick." Frank Torres says, "Maverick, it. great riverboat poker scene." Thank you. Uh, yes, no, my memory's not so bad on this. Francis Lalonde says, "Only saw Maverick film once. Decent and definite, comworthy." Um, and confirms, yes, same James Garner. Nice. Mixed memorabilia says, nice pick from AJ. It's a comforting watch. And uh, YG says, relax, Nico. Var ruled it out. Fuck. Oh, that was that was painful. They exposed the sweaty armpit for no reason. Um, sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> <Since then, motherfucker. laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. That was really good. But yeah, no, it's been bad too because I've just bought that new sure fucking, you know, sweat resistant shit. Yeah, my foot is sweat resistant. <laughs> There's proof. Do you see what you made me do in front of my viewers? <laughs> you get me. Bad yeah, too. No, Wearing light I, blue and all. Sorry, carry on. I do need to see it again, but that's like what I remember. Oh, from it. Been ruled on. 3 0. <laughs> Well played. Congratulations again. But yeah, um, it's one I do need to see again, but I do remember the con and having a great laugh of it um, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. This is like 93, 94, if I'm not mistaken, this film's released. But yeah. Right. Okay, this one is a bit of cheese. This is a bit of easy watching fun. And yeah, rewatched it with the missus because this was the one con film she was actually really excited for. Sigourney Weaver, Jennifer Love here at Heartbreakers. <gasps> Gene Hackman, Rayleigh Liotta as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great fun, right? Love it. We brought this up a few weeks ago randomly, didn't we? Yes. I can't remember what what topic it was in. But yeah, I like, think I, I referred to it. Jennifer Love Hewitt as Sexy McSexy for some reason. I mean, it's not. It might have been the Drunk Rushmore. It could have been. It could have been. That would justify my very bad use of. Objectification, but oh my god, she's pretty. <laughs> Do you know she's one of those people? I was watching it as well. Like, I kind of like Google to see what she looks like now. She doesn't age. She's one of those people who's you know. What she does she look that, like now? Let me jump on. Like, I don't feel she's aged that much. Like, I always feel that she's always had that like youthful face along the way. But yes, Heartbreakers, the story of mother and daughter con artists who. Um, I know she's aged. That's ah, not that bad. No, no, no. Uh. Jump on, it's bad. Okay. She has okay. aged. Maybe, maybe I'd look at it wrong. But do you know what? Who hasn't aged? Paul yeah. Rudd. Yeah, no, no, no. This is this. I think Black ben, Don't uh, Crack. Also, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Ant Man looks the same as Josh from Clueless. Ooh. I will not hear otherwise. Like, this is very true. That man is going into fights at night, killing unicorns. And riding around naked in their blood. That is the only explanation for how Paul Rudd has not aged. The guy, even his beard isn't grey. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Den posted a, a Paul Rudd post the other day on his Insta. And I was like, that makes sense. It was like a, on the story. It was, like, it was again about that Paul Rudd doesn't age. I was like, I agree. I concur. Bro, this it's guy is ridiculous. Yeah. This guy is actually ridiculous. Anyway, 
back to this awesome movie you've pulled, which I'm really sad I forgot. This is brilliant. I love this film. Yeah, it was just great fun. It, again, just watching it for the first time. Um, but not first time. First time in a while, should I say. We, we're talking the, the mother-daughter duo who go around conning people. Um, Sigourney Weaver will seduce and get, well, get into a relationship with the Mark, marry them, and hold out so they don't... Um, yeah. <laughs> Perform coitus, as I'm um, good old Sheldon Cooper would would quote it. And while they're steaming hot, <laughs> and while they're steaming hot and randy as ever, in comes daughter Paige, aka Jennifer Love Hewitt, who then will seduce the hell out of them. Mum walks in, catches them, but again, the Mark is never aware that she is the daughter. So they what they they come in, she excludes, and because it could be a quick annulment, their guilt is like, you know what? Let's just give her what she wants. I was in the wrong. My bad. And that's that. So they 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 con Rayleigh out, so they move to, and I think it's, it looks like it's some part of Florida by the looks of it. And this is it where looks like Florida, if I remember, yeah. yes. And this is where they're now in on the way to, to to get their wicked way with Gene Hackman. But the plots and twists and turns come along the way, and yeah, great fun. Awesome. I haven't seen this film for years, bro. But there's so many scenes that stick out to me. The whole hello, I'm looking for. <laughs> She does it actually really well. I actually she does. Really well. She does. It. Or when when Sigourney actually makes her fall, and then she's like, "Mom, I could have done it, honey. You don't fall well." <laughs> or when she goes, "No, no, the statue is not the same. He has no pipiska." <laughs> Brilliant. Or when the guy's trying to see if she speaks Russian, she, da da. It's like, "Can I tickle with my big Russian sausage?" Da 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 da. <laughs> So good, I love man. my my uh, native language so much as the stuff that you say and the stuff that you. You don't want to beat Kazakhstani there, my friend. You have to listen. I've told you this before. If you're going to do a Russian accent, it's really very easy. All you have to do is sound like everything you say is a death threat. Okay, I've told you this. You don't listen. Go anything else, you will sound like a Kazakh. I give you an example. Look, you can say anything in the Russian if you do it properly, and it sounds fucking terrifying. I give you an example. Look, fluffy bunnies and teddy bears. This is straight out of Trevor Noah, right? Yes. <laughs> I've heard this somewhere. Yeah, but no, um, that but was great talk. fun in the form of Heartbreakers. Um, there was another line that was going with you on that, bro. I love this movie. So you should, Jackie. So you should. And Frank Torres agrees with me. Oh, goodness. Jennifer Love Hewitt in that film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Paul Rudd and Keanu Reeves are both vampires. I confirm that is true. I I would agree with that. I could agree with that statement. Brad Pitt was, but it's like he he regained his soul. You can see the agent started to kick in. It took a while. It took a while. (laughs) For a man his age, he's got... No. Do you know who else is a vampire, which we've talked about recently? Fucking Jared Leto. And I don't mean because of Morbius. (laughs) He is 50. He has no business looking that. It is ridiculous. Paul Rudd, Keanu, and Jared. You can put them all in the same bracket. That is absolutely nuts. That is terrible. Right, your number eight. Right, number eight. It has some good points along the way, but I found the ending very fluffed. Will Smith, Margot Robbie, focus. I gave this one a miss, you know. I didn't like the marketing campaign, so I never saw it. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Do you know what? I watched it. It was one of those I was like, "Eh, okay, let's see what Will's up to now kind of thing. And I actually enjoyed it. What I will say to you is if if there's a film that ever gives you a fluffed ending that you're like, that, this is the film. I know I have my beef with Hippopotamus. 
this one, I, I don't know anyone who actually enjoyed the endings of this film. But if you're going to look at pulling off some cons, my God, they do it really well here. And what I really liked about this film, um, so let, the, the whole story is Will Smith's character um, is one of those, he's a master con artist and he takes Margot Robbie under his wing. And um, he takes her under his wing, teaches her some of the tricks and they pull off a, a really good con but he could find himself getting attached to her. So he, I remember he stops the car, kicks her out. He's like, look, just get out. It's, you know, it, it, it's getting too emotional and he doesn't want to you stick to the game kind of thing. A few years later, they meet back up and they, they get into it and perform some other cons and it, it works. She's learned the game independently. He's done it, but it's what I loved about this film more than anything. It's the way they learn how you can, the way they expose certain tricks of a con artist. That's what I really liked about this film. Mm. Certain things as, as into people's cultural traditions and what they see as lucky colours, what they call lucky numbers, what you should focus on in order to see something, what attracts to the eye in order to lead someone to sway them into making a vote, a, a, a bet in a certain position or to, to, to predict something or vote a certain way. That's what I really liked about this film. It was... Fuck, there was another film I just remembered he could have made the list. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I, but it, it was great. There were some parts I really didn't appreciate. As I said, one of the worst endings I've ever felt in a film, but some really good ways of showing the, the mastery of a, tri of a con man or a con artist. And that's why I hmm. thought it was worthy of making its name. It's well on the list. Okay. Well, Pedro Sanctos, this focus is a great example of a completely forgettable movie as, it, as in its as as it, it's out of your head as soon as you walk out of the theater and jackie Pedro gomez agrees yeah apologies guys sorry to mm. go for it but yeah as i said there was some real shit moments uh, aj was going so well with his list and then... <laughs> <laughs> sorry jackie i apologize i'm Dem gonna come back to low down dirty shame better be number one on both your lists nope uh, absolutely not Absolutely not. Uh, cool. So it's over to me then, yeah? Yes, indeed, sir. So I'm just adding low down dirty shame. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it is what it is. Get your finger ready on the punt button, please, my friend. Oh, okay. Go. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, is that George Ocean? Seven and six. Is, is that George's Ocean? Yeah. Okay, it could have been the Sinatra for Ocean's Eleven. No, 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 George. Okay, yeah, back to the pun. <laughs> back to the pun. Okay. Number six. Um, I can't. I think I owe. I can't remember who I owe on Twitter for this one. Um, that's the advantage of me being on Twitter, I guess. Is it again? That's cheating. You shouldn't be able to get away with that shit. But go for it. <laughs> But it's, it's so valid, and I had a feeling that we've, we both would have gotten it, and it absolutely should be. Okay, if it's, a, if it's a reminder, that's different. If it's a reveal, uh, no, it has to be a bit of list, but go. No, no, it's a, re it's a reminder. Okay. This film is near and dear to both of us, like very near and dear. Uh, like very, very near and dear. But we will, for sure, we forgot it. And then when this person tweeted me like this, I was like, con? And then they reminded me. I was like, yeah, of course it is. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Do you know what? For the for the sin, all my sins, I kept, mind you, at the end of it, there was one. I kept thinking Snatch, and for some reason, Lock, stock didn't come into my head, but of course, it's truly valid. 
can I tell let's I'm gonna bury the hatchet now about a debate that you and I have not a debate that you and I have had because we've always agreed that Snatch is the best one, but you've always said it's the one you see first that you're more likely to prefer. I, yeah. Which, I, 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 I can hear that. There was a time where because I saw Snatch first and then I went back to see Lockstock. There was a time where I was like, I prefer Lockstock. Understand this next statement with the context of I adore Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. I love this film. It cannot hold a fucking candle to Snatch. <laughs> do you know what I think? It can't. I, do you know what I think can happen? And I, I, I tell you what, the first time I, because again, saw Snatch first, went back to Lockstock and I was like, I had the exact same sentiment as you. And then I think I overwatched Snatch and then I happened to watch Lockstock again. Hmm. And then I really appreciated the, the gems that are in Lockstock. Oh, yeah. And I think that's where you can be like, I think I can see where you lean that way. Cause it's like, okay, it felt fresh. It feels like a fresh version of Snatch. But if you really compare them, film Snatch film, is a I, far I, superior Snatch, film. Snatch kicks its ass, personally speaking. I'd argue that The Gentleman is a better film as well. I can't do that. I enjoyed The Gentleman. I had fun with it, but no, Snatch, Snatch is my, my flag. No, no, I mean, The Gentleman's better than Lockstock, I believe. Snatch is still Guy Ritchie's Ooh. crowning achievement. I believe The Gentleman is a better film than Lockstock. Ooh, that's interesting. It's debatable. It's definitely debatable. It is debatable. The story in The Gentleman is definitely better. Yeah. The acting yeah. is better. The pacing you know is better. I mean, found? It's a personal thing, obviously. but Do you know what I found? And it could be because of... And I'm not saying you overhyped it for me. I found it took me a bit longer to get into the groove of the gentleman, whereas I yes. felt Snatch and Lockstock come at you hard. But by the time the gentleman, once you're in with the gentleman, you are in. And that, and that's where I find it debatable, because I'm like, ah, Lockstock had me straight away, but when the gentleman had me, it had me more than Lockstock probably did, to be fair. So... Fucking Hugh Jackman. Uh, not Hugh Jackman, Hugh Grant Hugh in uh, The Gentleman. Bro, do you want to play a game with me? I said, play a fucking game with me, Raymond. He's so good. But yeah, Lockstock. For those of you that haven't seen it, which I believe Francis Lalonde is going to be one of those people. Um, really simple. Four friends who are kind of, you know, street sellers, essentially. You know, they sell stolen goods on the street for 10 quid, 10 pounds. Sorry for you non-UK, you non-UK listeners. Um and they want to make it big. They get entered into a card game against an horrible gangster called Hatchet Harry, right? Now, what they don't know is that Hatchet Harry's... It's so funny when you enunciate your H's, isn't it? Hatchet Harry. Hatchet <laughs> Harry. <laughs> um, it, now, Hatchet Harry's uh, right-hand man, uh, Barry the Baptist, a monster of a man. <laughs> he, the con is that they're tricking one of the, 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 the friends to be in debt a quarter of a million to them. Now, where this movie is brilliant is that the setup is very simple. What the characters try and do throughout the movie is very simple. But the comedy of errors, the beautiful way in which everything so perfectly falls into place at the end, and it's all just one mistake after another that ultimately leaves i mean i don't want to give away the ending but it ultimately leaves you with what it leaves you with it's fucking sensational like i will maintain the ending of lockstock is better than the ending of snatch oh for sure for sure because put it this way snatch gives you a happy ending lockstock is one of the most debatable 
ending you will ever have. No, no, I don't mean the did he, didn't he? I mean the the last literal third act, the last twenty five to thirty minutes of Lockstock, where they like yeah. uh, the neighbors have found out that the neighbors have robbed them, but then Rory Breaker comes along to rob them, but then the Scousers go to Hatchet Harry, who's already got his guns, and then the friends go to see Hatchet Harry to find another bloodbath and find the Scousers dead. But then Chris, played by Vinnie Jones, finds them after having saved his aunt. It's just like, boom, 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 boom. It chains together so fucking beautifully, the ending of Lockstock. It's insane. Mm. Mm. I'd have to compare the two. You know, yeah. Snatch is the better film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last 25 minutes of Lockstock are pretty fucking flawless. Cheer, yeah. we done. <laughs> we were all saying that at school, weren't we? Chill, we start. Oh, you know, the best we've been able to say that to my dad. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. But bro, there's so many fucking good lines in Lockstock, isn't there? What do they say about Assumption being the brother of all fuck ups? It's the mother, stupid brother, mother, any other sucker. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. What was it? Oh, Tommy, batter you at the sound gag. You two stop flirting. <laughs> I said, knock him out. Don't touch him up. <laughs> Fucking hate traffic wardens. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hate traffic wardens. The, it's table, the scouser with the table each time, really. But it's, that. it's that it's that British East End gangster repetition comedy that gets nailed so well. Yeah. Now, do you really think that while you've been working on this lovely tan, and it is a lovely tan, might I add, that you've really got time to be doing this? It's like, well, that I loved everything about that sentence. Everything in that sentence. Yeah. These boys, they're arguing now. They're giving me the arsehole. And I can't have the arsehole, can I, boys? No, Harry, you can't. It's so good. It's so good. Like, I don't know if it'll be lost on people who aren't British. That's not to say it's not accessible or enjoyable. No, but, but there are certain quotable jokes that it... I always say it. Um, I don't know what they call it. I'm sure they've changed the name. But the 51st State with Robert Carlyle and Samuel L. Jackson that just gives the... We speak the same language, but it just shows you the difference in what we say compared to what and any other counterpart who speaks English would say, you know, Samuel L. Jackson here or Robert Carlyle say, it's the bollocks. What? What? That means it's bad. But the dog's bollocks means it's good. Like, what? <laughs> like, you, know, it's, it's, like, you really need to see it when they just give Take the piss. Words. Say take the piss to an American. Yeah, I always remember that, Dan. Our you guys did what? <laughs> you guys do what? Your biology teacher? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, don't take, we don't physically take the piss out of it. But yeah, <laughs> America, gotta love it. Um, Jackie G doesn't isn't happy with me. Ocean's Eleven should be higher. The first movie is amazing and incredibly fun. The other two are garbage. I co-signed that la the latter part. Of no, that for me, please. <laughs> Start away. Um, Francis Leland, yeah, as I thought, still haven't seen that lock stock yet. Francis, treat yourself. It's a very, very good watch. Very good watch. Um, then the text says, sorry, wrong film, Dirty Rodden, Scoundrels. YG agrees Snatch is better than Lockstock. Thank you, YG. Uh, Gavin Mann says, Snatch is faster paced than Lockstock, but there isn't much between them. Snatch is just ahead. Just ahead. Fine. Frank Torres says, one Snatch, two Lockstock, through the gentlemen. Fair play. 
Uh, Mixed Memorabilia says, Lockstock is still an amazing film in its own right. It's its own masterpiece. Without Lockstock, there would be no Snatch, and Lockstock is a better is a better timeless film than, than Gentleman, in my opinion. I'll hear that. I'll hear timeless, that. Timeless, yeah. I think it may last the test. I don't know, it's hard. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a fact. It You know, Snatch perfected the gold of Lockstock, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. But So yes, there is no one without the other, but oh God, there's some great Great Frank, Frank Torres. No love for Guy Ritchie and Madonna and swept away. Behave. No, none of that. And none, and no revolver either while we're on the topic. But that oh, revolver, the moment that our hearts broke from with Guy Ritchie. It was so sad. Ooh, AJ from Tucky. Die Hard with a Vengeance is essentially a big con from Jeremy Irons. So does that count? You couldn't catch me if I was sitting much. That is a true. Yeah. And that's, that's a silver screen one. favorite. That is indeed. I try to limit Die Hard with <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> Very nice, Ari. What's it for? Oh, don't play coy with me, Baza. Spanking. Lucky, <laughs> I got to give you fucking claps for that suggestion there with Die Hard with a Vengeance. Well done. Yeah, well I, I like, Do you know what? Die Hard with Avengers was such a go-to that I've now buried it so deep. <laughs> in, yeah. in terms of lists and films but yeah um yeah we've up so much over the years bro oh, too much like too much. first edition of the podcast old school youtube that movie is like that is like one of our joint favorite films ever that one you like i think the whole delete rushmore was based around die hard with Avengers. oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was a bit of die hard with a vengeance and the and other night yeah 100 percent Okay, cool. So that was my number six. So over to your number seven. Okay, uh, Dan, this was the film that you mentioned. Sorry, it's not at, in at number one. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, I really wanted to get around to watching this. I didn't have time. Have I know it's on it? Amazon. No, I haven't. And I know it's on Amazon Prime. I'm gutted I didn't get around to watching it. Do you know Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is really, it's a weird film for me because I've watched it I'd say I watched it for the first time in its entirety just before, just during the lockdown. Like I have seen the second act onwards multiple times growing up. Hmm. I may have caught the beginning here and there, but I was like, oh yeah, that film, I've seen it, yeah, move on. It was one time I was like, I don't think I've actually sat down and watched this one from beginning to end. And okay. <laughs> I've done it during lockdown. And coincidentally, you've not seen the remake, have you? Mm, I didn't know there was one. The Hustle and Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. I tend to steer clear of Rebel Wilson purposefully. Fair play. I had a feeling you'd say that. I actually just finished watching that on Netflix just to see how that is. And then it toyed with worst. And it wasn't because of Rebel. It was more because of Anne Hathaway's English accent was really getting on my nerves. But it also just doesn't hold a candle to the because, yeah, they, they, they deliver. Um, I just love the humor. You, you know the story, right? No. Okay. So you've got Michael Caine, who's a very well-established con man, and he 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 goes for the the big the big cons. He, you know, when 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 it comes to take, making money, he he really gets a big grab. And then while doing this, while on a con, he he's on a train. He's just pulled one off, and he's on the train heading back to. Um, some part of France, I can't remember. It's in the south of France where he lives. 
he, he could see Steve Martin just pulling off a small con where he's just essentially just getting a free meal out of someone. And he gives this whole sob story of how he's, he's making money for his ill brother or sister who's starving or what have you. And he, he witnesses what's going on, but he, he realises that he needs to get rid of him because he essentially realises that Steve Martin's heading to his part of town. And mm. essentially the town's not big enough for two con artists. Stuff could go wrong. He, he knows Steve Martin's not a match, but he needs to get rid of him just to be on the safe side. Fast forward a bit, it turns out that now Steve Martin is on, he turns back up in this town and wants to be under his wing. He's like, you're the main man. You're, you're, you, you know the big con. Show me how. And it, 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 it's this whole training of showing Steve Martin how to do it. But what Steve Martin does now, um, what Michael Caine does is use Steve Martin to be officially the understudy. So they'll find all these rich women that he will try to seduce and marry and propose to, but then he will have Steve Martin playing the special needs brother, you know, so and it will scare the women off. So he'll, he'll get their rings or their riches and they'll go off. And if, eventually while learning, Steve Martin's like, no, 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 I've had enough. I'm, I'm better than this. I can do this. I'm as good as you now. And that's where they have this mark where they take on this lady. So they've both got this one lady and it's who's the first to be able to get the money out of her. And that's where the story develops even further. But as much as I'm probably not selling it as good as it is, it's great fun because of the way they try to outdo each other and the way they scare pe- like scare people off. Some of it is a bit cold and it's not as great. So I feel like in today's society, the hustle kind of showed it in a more sensitive way. But yeah, this is still the better movie and there are some great one-upsmanships that take place in this film. So it's, it's great fun. Nice. Well, the chat seems to approve of your choice, AJ. Um, Francis Lalonde says, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I didn't like it first time, but sort of grew on me after a few more viewings. Frank Torres says, I was expecting the hustle to be the worst on your list. Tucky says, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is so good. Not just a great con movie, an all-time great comedy. Chemistry between Steve Martin and Michael Caine is so good. That bamboo cane scene. And the hustle did not do the bamboo cane scene. And they, when, I, when they twisted that, I was like, you failed. Because that... That is gold. Honestly, when you see this film finally, bro, you will remember. It, it, it's it's the go-to scene of the film. Okay. It's that... Kind of, but you'll appreciate it. But, That's a Bruce Almighty yeah. reference, if you were wondering. Yeah. But in, in the sense rem- that it's the go-to, yes, they... they, 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 um, they, they Go on. They, they share that, yeah. Okay. Mixed memorabilia says, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, just mentioned it earlier, really good film and so rewatchable. Uh, Gavin Mann, though, says, watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels a few days ago and wasn't into it, sadly, and thought there were a lot of dated things going on. Maybe I'm looking at it through 2022 eyes. So, again, going back to what I said, there are some parts where you're like, oh, that is a bit cold. But the other parts that are the timeless comedy, I yeah, I really enjoyed that. So. Francis Lalonde says, I'm not a real Steve Martin fan, or rather the more popular ones of his, but I do like him in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Gavin Mann, though, says, AJ, I thought the part where Steve Martin impersonates his brother was borderline offensive. I cannot comment, AJ. Over yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this this is the part that I'll say. It's not it's not the greatest part. Like, that, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's cold. It, it's, the special needs part isn't, it's not, it's not great. In, in today's society, you can't get away with that kind of stuff. You're number six. Right, my number six. It's the one that everyone's been waiting to see if you had seen Nick Oh, this low, huh? No, do you know what it is? Matchstick Men. And I'll tell you why. It's because I've not had a chance to rewatch it. Matchstick Men, may I say, 
And it's I got know. my guy Sam Rockwell in it, I see. I was gonna say it's got Sam Rockwell, and I know you've always been one who's got a uh, a soft spot for you, you wave the flag for Nicolas Cage. This would be my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Like I, I feel he's absolutely on fire in this film. It's because I when it came out, I've rewatched it countless times, but good old 1985 brain just doesn't remember it as great as I used to. But like, what's it what do you mean? Your brother. I don't like that Steve Martin. <laughs> I really thought it was in relation to um but again, like Francis was saying it as well. Like I can understand that that Steve Martin was our era of comedy. Um for Nath growing up, like you know, stuff like for Amigos, this, all the other stuff he done. Whereas for Nath, we're now into like cheaper by the dozen territory where it's not as funny. Like that that that's those few years mean quite a bit. Again, I wouldn't wave that flag. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't insult Let's go back to Matchstick Men. Yeah. But Matchstick Men is, yeah, it's a great film. And it's it, the con is there, but it's it, it's the performance from Nick Cage, man. I think he is just absolutely golden. More than being a con man, he, he has Tourette and OCD. So he has very specific ways of moving stuff. He he always buys the same food. He always goes to the same um, cashier to buy his food. He, when he gets in a panic, the word pygmies comes out of him. But he is a oh wow! <laughs> I, I love it honestly. When you just hear pygmies, pygmies, like it, it's it's awesome. I just I, like, it, it was kind of quotable for me. It wouldn't be quotable lines from the film, but like one line that yeah. I I loved it, and it's this whole thing of him and Sam Rockwell, who is his protege go around conning people. Um, I can't remember what it is they sell to people, but that's their essential thing. But while going through all of this, Nicolas Cage also does go into therapy and he's continuously talking to his doctor about certain situations he's trying to overcome bits. And he, he highlights the fact that he was dating a, a girl and she was pregnant at the time. And then the doctor's revealed that he's been in contact with the other half, the, the, the ex and that there is a girl around and as he's getting ready to go through this long con with Sam Rockwell, his daughter appears and he starts to build a bond with her because he, he, he confesses that he is a con man, but he also tries to better himself to, you know, to, to show her the right ways. And that's not the life for her, but he does also end up showing her the tricks of the trade, show her what the business is about. And mm -hmm. she ends up getting involved in this con that he was being built around. But, it's a great film. Honestly, one film that just stuck to me so much at the time. And I honestly, had I had an hour left, I would have rewatched it to be able to talk about this film in more detail. I flipping loved this film when I first saw it. I've watched it countless times. I could not recommend it more. If I find the streaming service for you, I'm telling you straight away. Because it's a <laughs> film that you have to see. Fairly. Frank Torres says, I'm surprised Alison Lohman from Matchstick Men didn't become a bigger star. She kind of fizzled out. I would agree. She was actually really good in this. Really good. And then I, I remember when I Googled to be like, where else is she? Not many stuff. I just had an idea. Top 10 actors who fizzled out. We can work with that. I mean, some of it is personal opinions. As, <laughs> well, no, no, no some of it's factually like they were good yeah. and now they're not acting. I actually know my number one already. So do I. Okay. <laughs> Shall we? Go. No, I mean, shall we do top 10 actors? Oh, yeah, yeah sorry, I thought we were going to say, should yeah. we say the, the number one straight away? Yeah, okay, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we could do that, we could do that. 
uh jackie g says yes matchstick man is amazing nicholas cage is freaking fantastic and that reveal at the end of the movie made me rewatch the whole movie right away watch it now nico we just need to find the stream jackie honestly need to find the stream i have this strange jackie g says matchstick man is on hbo max that's awesome hbo max doesn't exist in the uk which i'm makes wondering me... if it's on bbc iplayer or something because i have seen it somewhere recently and i've got a feeling it was disney plus but they got... to be no, fair if it was if HBO it... max it wouldn't have been Bro, if it's on HBO Max, there's a good chance the only place that would show it in the UK is Sky, because Sky and HBO Max are like that. Maybe now. Game of Thrones know. comes out on Sky Atlantic. You know what Maybe I mean? Like Euphoria, Sky Atlantic, same thing. Nath. Bel Air, Sky. Nath, if you're still watching, could you see if Matchstick Men's available on any of the platforms? You got Sky, bro. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Francis Lalonde says, Silver Screen Dudes, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, con or not? I mean, it it started off that way. It didn't end that way, sadly. But it's it's uh yeah. I'd listen. I wouldn't. It's not obvious enough for me to put it on when there are glaringly obvious candidates. But I would certainly listen to the argument for it. There is a con involved. I would listen to the argument. Yeah. Uh, cool. So that was your seven or six. That was my six. Cool. So over to my number five then. Uh, in uh, number five, my favorite one of no, not my favorite one of my favorite Spike Lee movies with Denzel, Inside Man. Okay. With Clive Owen and also yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking love this film. It's a good film. It's like it's film. oh, I love it, bro. I don't, every time I watch it. It makes it is it, 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 I forget how much I love it. You know, you've got those films like that. Like this film just works for me. Um, the late great Christopher Plum is also in this, Chuatel Ejiofor is also in this. Like the movie top to bottom is fire. And this, if you wanted to rob a bank, is how you do it. Like if you were to <laughs> rob a bank, you've just been given a blueprint on how to rob a bank. But the con being that they're not after the money because they don't take the money. That's fucked up. They yeah. robbed the bank without taking money. What are they after? That's the big mystery. So it's so brilliant, man. The idea that these robbers hostages, but they're non-violent. The police can't actually attack the bank while there's hostages there. And this game of cat and mouse between Clive Owen and Denzel Washington, man, it it's fire is fire denzel washington who's brilliant at reading people clive clive's character who's brilliant at reading people these two literally unstoppable force and immovable objects colliding against each other in an intellectual in an intellectual face-off it's oh yeah it's a good show i love it i love 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 this film i love also the 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 the, the non-linear chronology of it i love the way that some moments you're kind of like following the action that happens they're all cutting to after the fact and interviewing all the hostages because yeah. that's the great part about the con isn't it is that you never see the robber's face so when they release the hostages they release themselves as actually talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yep so they have to basically interview everyone it's fucking genius it is genius i love it love love yeah, love it love it it's a great film it's a great film it's only just the once but yeah no i had, I had good fun with it Rewatch it bro Oh, no, I will do. I will do. I had good fun with it. 
Obviously, each oh. topic requires more attention. Gavin Matt says, I'm with Nico Francis. Leon says, Inside Man, haven't seen it. Basic content. I think I've kind of touched it. Let me know if I haven't, yeah. Francis, and we can come back to it. Uh, Frank Torres says, Inside Man was terrific. I love the dialogue when Owen is giving Washington marriage advice during the heist and Denzel replies, thank you, bank robber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other line I love, Frank, is... Um, <laughs> is when the robbers have made their request and Denzel turns around and says, yeah, 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 you want a chopper and a limo and money? Yeah, 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 I've seen Dog Day Afternoon and we both know how that ends. Let's cut the bullshit and get to the part where you tell me what you really want. It's so good. Uh, Mixed Memorabilia Inside is a good film. Jackie likes that. Great choice. Mixed Memorabilia. Has anyone watched Confidence? Fred haven't Mixed Memorabilia. No, it was on the list. I saw it come up. Didn't get a chance to get around to it. It's like third on my list of things to see. I'm going to actually add that again because I'm going to forget. Mm. Frank Torres says, Inside Man also features Spike Lee's trademark shot when he puts the actor on wheels during a traumatic scene to show the moving outside of the body. Yeah, when uh, one, of the, one of the hostages gets shot and it's Denzel rushing to the door. It's, yeah, I know exactly the scene you mean, Frank. It's brilliant. Um, Gavin Man says, I only discovered people describing something as fire last year when someone threw up a fire emoji. I thought they were just using a shortcut instead of typing hot. I'm getting on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro Sanko says Inside Man is a great example of a talented director taking on a very commercial project and delivering a gem so much bro so 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 much and he's good at doing that Spike Lee I also thought he did that with Black Klansman uh, so yeah AJ that was my number five your five please right in at number five good old Matt Damon painted uh, Mr. Ripley fucking great film yeah um, love this film one of those films that I actually only... I can't remember what the topic was. We haven't done top... Have we done top 10 Matt Damon? I don't know. Because I can't remember why I watched it. I can't remember what the topic was. But yeah, I only watched it recently. For oh, sorry. Speaking of... You, you're talking about profile episodes. Uh, you can thank Jackie G for this. Uh, we have a fan request, AJ. Nice, nice, nice. Top 10 Nicolas Cage movies. <sighs> I've, I've kind of given away my number one already. Bring back Anya! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know one Conner, two Conner, three Conner, four Conner, five Conner. <laughs> and in this week's Rushmore, Conner. <laughs> also, did you know? Conner. Exactly. Um, yeah. No, I, 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 I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Sounds like a bit of fun. Top I ten. know what my worst is. Not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> There's one that I think you saw quite recently that I'm really pissed I haven't seen and I really want to see it and I've got a feeling it will make my top 10. What, the the uh, unbearable weight of talent? No, 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 no. Um, the the low-key one that not many people knew of. Uh, movies about animals. I'll just leave it as that. Screw it, pig. Oh, pig's fucking good. Pig's yeah, I, re fucking I really good. wanted to see that. I just didn't get a chance to get around to it at the time and obviously the weeks progress but i really want to see that oh, bro you'll love pig pig is tops good um talented mr ripley sorry carry on yes good old uh gwyneth Gwyneth Paltrow. yeah um so yeah the, the talented mr ripley the story of a, a young man who just happens to want to climb the social circles and convinces a father that he he was a uh, a, a, a friend of his son who's gone astray, living the life out in, I want to say Monica. Was he in Monica? 
South of France, I don't know. But he was out there enjoying himself in Europe while his family in America. I, I definitely want him back. So you send out young Will Ripley out there to, to, to meet up with his old buddy. Yet they've never met in their lives. And he convinces his way through to not only convinces the family, he tries to convince Jude Law that they were once friends. And he's just building his way into this social circle. It obviously leads to... Um, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, essentially, when it <laughs> when it kicks on. And if you have rainbows, you need the rain. And trust me, when it rains, it rains badly here because it does come with its trauma in this film. I, I, I was captivated with what I saw in this film, if I'm honest. I heard of it for so long, didn't actually get a chance to see it, but it's the way he intertwines his way and covers up each lie and how it starts to catch up with him and what he needs to do in order to protect the lie is very, very... Insane, actually. Great film. Hey, I mean, what what else is there to add? What I love also about the talented Mr. Ripley is how much how much it feels like a globe-trotting adventure. I love the fact that yeah. love yeah. the play. I also love the fact that it really, really gives you a good third of the movie to fester on his con on the consequences of his actions. It's a good point. Like you, it doesn't pull any punches. It's not just like dead caught. It's like mm -mm. you're gonna suffer through this with him. It's like yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. I'm up for the ride. And that last scene in the train where he's just left to stare at himself, and it's like, what have I done? It's so good. Painful. It's, it's actually so, one of the most painful endings I've seen. So painful. You're just left to feel the pain. There is no come out. There's no. This is what happens next. It's just yeah. You were happy. Yeah. 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 Ooh, Jackie G has sorry corrected me saying top 10 best and top 10 worst Nicolas Cage movies. You know what, OJ? It's been a long time since we've done top 10 worst anything. Maybe it's time to reignite the negativity. <laughs> top 10 worst Michael Bay movies. Unleash the fury. Let me do it. <laughs> I, mean, I can see where we're going with that. <laughs> oh no you don't there's so many places we can go with this i know i know but there could be like awesome guilty pleasures but that's eh, not bad it's just fun don't say suck a dick but yeah no nick cage yeah nick cage I, I don't know if nick cage has done as many as 10 bad movies but again this is it to some people that he's done nothing but like they don't know if he's done top 10 good movies like no no no. no, I'm just saying that 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 is the marmalade that is not marmalade, the marmite that is Nicolas Cage. Let's that. Pedro Sanctos is say Wild at Heart, Raising Arizona, Moonstruck, Pig I from Jackie no G, the one, Leaving Las Vegas, fucking put Con Air in there, Gone in 60 Seconds. We can go on and on and on and on. I have Nick no beef for that. I know some people who can't stand it. I'm just putting it out there. Like it's, it is what it is. Cage is awesome. Leave Nick Cage alone. I have no beef with the guy. Sadly, I think the ones that people hate are the ones I like, but it's, it's what it is. Gavin Mann says, speaking of fan suggestions, can we help Nico with his life goal by doing top 10 Mario Wilson films? I'm assuming <laughs> that's something to do with Matilda. I'm assuming that's something to do with Matilda. Considering that's mainly what she's known for, yes. I swear she was in Mrs. Doubtfire as well. She was. Please, Mrs. Doubtfire, you've got to come. So cute. You know who her cousin is? No. Ben Shapiro. Ah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Horrible right wing commentator. Not a nice person. And we move off the politics before the chat blows up. Yeah, please, please, uh, please, please, please. You're number four. Then the text says, Nick Cage is a great actor going hard times. I mean, his recent movies are fucking good. I think that the, the, I think the hard times have uh, passed, thankfully. Uh, Pedro Sanctus says, have you seen, uh, have you guys seen uh, Alan Delon's film version of Ripley and Purple Moon? Nope. Purple Noon, sorry. Can't say have, uh, what, Real Madrid, yeah. what, what's happened? No, 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 no. These cunts, you know. Give me two secs, bro. I'm just gonna literally. Francis Delon says top ten worst UA ball films. Just take Good. any top. Just take any film he's made and put it in any. I was gonna say, Francis. I don't think that that that's just a horrible thing to ask us to do. Like, I I I don't. Worst film from UA ball. Oh, it's hard, you know. It's very hard. It would... Just open his IMDb page and just land on one. Not that hard. No, no, no. But there are there are two that really stick out amongst his steaming pile of wankstain gospel, and Blood Rain and House of the Dead. Those are especially bad. Which was it? Was it House of the Dead? I watched. I can't remember which one. Was it, it was. Alone in the Dark? Maybe. That was fucking awful as well. With Christian Slater. Oosh. They were terrible. They were terrible. Hey, Jackie Diaz. Face off, Nicholas Cage. Exactly. Face off. Face off good. Face off good. I have no Yeah, there you go. Even in recent years, Nick Cage had Mandy and Joe. Both very good films. Love them both. <laughs> and then Gavin Mann says, didn't, that, didn't know that about Mario Wilson, Nico. Can't help who you're related to, I guess. This is true. This is no. true. This is true. So that was your five. Yes, AJ? Yep, over to you, sir. I know you've forgotten this one. I know you're going to kick yourself because I know you love this film. Uh, I saw the name come up earlier. Michael Keaton, the founder. I actually didn't think of it as a con until now. I know yeah. you didn't, but it is yeah. a con. It, it really is. It really and it's is. one of the most heartbreaking cons that I can remember watching. And that's why I've put this movie so high. First of all, I would just like to say this movie has no fucking business being as good as it good as <laughs> it is. Cosine. Cosine, cosine, cosine. This film is so fucking good, top to bottom. The journey that Ray Kroc goes through from being this small time milkshake vending machine dealer to seeing the beauty of McDonald's to seeing how he can improve it. Ultimate well, improve is a loose term, but how he can improve it, you know, with the power milkshakes and everything to cut costs and eventually taking it from the brothers all on the whim of a handshake now, and there are some insensitive motherfuckers out there who go well right on he should have taken it they didn't have the vision it's like shut up can, Not his, can, his, can his has any other film started off with you actually like rooting for a guy to absolutely hating hating by the end of the film i i actually don't remember that in any other film there are but not to that level yeah like you know, like, let's be honest, you could look at Joker where you essentially know he's going to become that villain. You could take the whole Star Wars trilogy knowing he's going to become Darth freaking Vader. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going for, like, bait ones here, but like, this guy, you, you start watching, okay, alright, oh, story of McDonald's. Oh my god, you bastard. Like, yeah, it's, it's rock. He just takes that turn, man. It's 
it's quite a majestic film. Like there are scenes which they have done. You were like, this is a McDonald's movie. Why is this as good as it is? Like the one in particular about how they've figured out how to get the, the kitchen to run perfectly and they use uh, tennis courts and everything. Yeah. I was like, this is genius. This is actually genius. And also, can I say, I fucking love Nick Offerman. He is so quickly going pop, 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 for me. I mean, I've never disliked the guy, but I've only very recently discovered him. Like, I only watched Parks and Rec for the first time last year and oh, just went boom, straight through it. Fucking brilliant. But, Not um, as good as The Office, very close. If I'm, um, if I'm honest, I think I could be wrong. The Founders was my film of the of, of the pandemic. Like, you know, films that you had a chance to watch while in lockdown. Mm. I believe The Founder would be my standout movie of that time. A few films it's were brilliant. My film. It's superb. Yeah. It is absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, what you said is poignant. You know, you go from rooting for this guy to wishing death upon him. And bro, that fucking crawl where it's like, and the two brothers never got paid a dime of the billions and billions of money McDonald's has made. It's like, <gasps> he's a bastard. He's an absolute shit. Oh, he's a cunt. Yeah, I mean, he 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 puts the capital C in celebrity. Ah. <laughs> it's when he gives out the business card and says founder, and you're like, how dare you? How dare you? So oh. bad in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to still say McDonald's burgers are shit. And it's not because of this film. I genuinely believe that. I think their burgers suck. It does I don't know how they're as popular as they are. Those golden arches work easy. magic. It's quick and huh? easy. It's quick and so easy. So is every fast food joint everywhere. And they're yeah. all better than McDonald's. Yeah, but it, do you know what? It's the price, it's the price bracket as well. Like I legit it I is always cheap. remember saying this. I always remember saying this and I will not take it back. I remember going past the Burger King and going, right, go for my double whopper with the add-ins that I do. As I bit into it and I walked out and I went, That was 10 quid. 30p more. I could have brought a family feast. And I always remember that in the back of my head. And oh, BK that... is punchy. Burger King is proper punchy. Yeah. Yeah. It's tasty though. I'm not denying it, but that's that's why McDonald's wins because it's that quick couple of quid. Don't get me wrong. They're slightly elevating every now and again in the price that you got. Did I just pay that for that? But they still win. And I don't care what you say. Love it or hate it. They win in breakfast, man. Oh, oh their breakfast is on point. I'll give you that. <laughs> The McDonald's breakfast is on point. I will give you that. Absolutely. Uh, Mixed memorabilia says on mute as I started this movie and I want to watch it properly. So intriguing. So ah! come back. <laughs> um, Gavin Mann says Nicolas Cage memes or DiCaprio memes. Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage all the fucking way. Nick Cage all the way. <clears throat> that one is my personal favorite. Uh, Jackie G says, I've been stalling towards watching this movie forever. I think I'm going to watch it this weekend. Jackie, Jackie. honestly, please, please my movie of the pandemic. This was my discovery that I was like, oh my God. I remember watching it with my parents as well because I, I, I spent lockdown with my parents and both of them. And again, mixed memorabilia is safe. You don't need to mute. But they went, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Frank Torres says the scenes with the freezers and the milkshakes as well. Yeah, it really was. Uh, here we have a McDouble and a McChicken for less than five bucks. Yep. <laughs> wonder, yeah. I wonder where that chicken comes from. Just leave it. 
As I said, it's affordable, it's quick and affordable. That's all it is. But it's wholesome, full, organic I'm chicken not, bread. I'm not here to advertise for my shit. I'm not huh? here to advertise for crock. I'm just saying it's quick and affordable. So you said you're not here to advertise for crack. I was like, that is a viable. Sorry. I'll suck your dick. I need another donut. <laughs> Gotta love Chris Rock. Oh my god, Chris, Chris Rock's comedy, man! I remember that shit. That was great. Um, oh, this is a lovely question from Pedro Santos. What was everyone's best film discovery during the pandemic? Mine was The Train with Burt Lancaster. That is a great question. Best film discovery during the pandemic. Do you know what? Mine was all about Eve. That film, you know, the second one that really struck to me again. The founder will top it, but I'm so eternally grateful for um, 12 Angry Men. If I'm gonna go old school, 12 Angry Men, and what book's gone old school? Do you know my discovery of the pandemic? I've got it top, I've got it top, then it's, it's it's in my top 10 of all time now. I think Singing in the Rain, of course, of course, that was fun, that was fun, it was great. But I, I, I there's, there's something about legal films that really capture me. and like 12 angry men was exactly what i'm looking for in a film like i was just yeah 12 angry men is a superb masterpiece <laughs> uh and the text says oh, when are we going to do a watch along with the silver screen dudes well hmm. if we're gonna beautiful. go bro if we're gonna go down the route of watch alongs it can only start one place uh, oh is this where we said we we're gonna go with andy as well prince charles fit that's a great idea, but no. Um, bring Big Tone in and do unlimited power, bro. <laughs> but hold on. In honesty, though, how how would we do this? Is it that we do like a watch party for a, a Netflix account and then we just have the screen? Because you can't physically put this on. Otherwise, we're just getting No, back. you literally just have the cameras on us watching. And then, you know, we'll tell people, okay, this the, if it's Star Wars, okay, the credits are crawling now. So then they can watch along with us and then pause when we say pause because now Big Tone and me are about to fucking throw down. <laughs> hey. Yeah. It, it, do you know what? Let, let's set that in a once a quarter thing. Let's see, let's see when we can start drawing from some of those. Probably not this quarter. Edra Sanctus says, I'm sorry, have you fellas mentioned the grifters? Nope. Can't say we have and haven't seen it. Superb on film well, distraction. Buying? Oh, what the fuck? Sorry, what? I saw the Grifters. Um, bit of a spoiler. It didn't make. Bayern Munich have been eliminated from the Champions League by Villarreal. That's insane. Chelsea are about to be eliminated from the Champions League by Real Madrid. Yay! So it is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I actually did choose focus over um, the Grifters. I. Oh wow! That's all you. Because, the fire, no, Jay. Honestly, it, it was. It, come again. <laughs> I said bye, AJ, because that chat's about to go after you for no, that. No, 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 it will, it will. But it, it's what stuck with me. I enjoyed the Grifters because it showed three different angles. The same way you, I kind of highlighted it in um, Dirty Rotten Scandals. You've got someone who does the long con. You does some, you've got someone who does fixing and you've got someone who does the short con. And with that, it was really interesting to see how it was. Um, I found the ending twisted as fuck. I'm not going to get into it anymore, bro. But it's like, well, well we're here to, to touch on a film that isn't going to make the list. It is interesting. Um, 
I wouldn't say the pacing had me. I think they did. I think that was what it is. I wouldn't say it's bad pacing, but it, there was just a few moments I was like, but again, it's hard when you're watching films of the prism of, I need what's next. I need this one to finish. I can watch the next film. So it, it got an unfair treatment from me. I'm not saying it's a bad film because it was in my, it was going to be lower 10, between 10 to 8. It was in that region for me personally. I know it's like one of the top films of 1990. Um, Ray Liotta is tops in that. Absolutely tops. Mm. Um, he, yeah, I really, I, I like Ray Liotta anyway. Not Ray Liotta. John Cusack, sorry. Before the world I know who you meant, don't worry. Yeah, John Cusack. Well, yeah, but they didn't. But yeah, John Cusack. <laughs> top, absolutely tops in that. Um, so we're in that Benning and um, Angelica Houston, but John Cusack was the star of that film for me. And a very, very evil um, Commissioner Gordon from the um, Batman series, Pat Hingle. Oh my God, is he an evil bastard in this film? Oh, really? Like, I can't imagine bro, him being bro, evil. <laughs> bro, if you see the dirt he gets up to, you are like, ah, like anyone Fair. knows. All I'm going to say is towels and oranges. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, Pedro Sancho says the Grifters has some of the best performances by that cast. Annette Benning, Angelica Houston, and John Cusack. Um, Mixed Memorabilia says it's the business end, guys, and no mention of Jackie Brown, Tarantino masterpiece. Yeah, we talked about this on um, on Twitter, Mixed Memorabilia. That might be for when we do another top 10 con movies. Mm. Oh, come on, Chelsea. Fucking go back. Um, cool. Okay, so that was my number four. So you're number four, AJ. Right, it's the punch from earlier. It, oh, near and dear to me. Ocean's oh, snap. I thought this was your number one. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, back to back, Matt Damon, mind you. <laughs> um, yeah, huh. it, it nearly could have been. It nearly could have been. I felt it would have been my go to. Again, like different eras have different favorite films, you know, when you just that is your film of the moment. Ocean's Eleven was definitely my film at the moment. I remember going to the cinema for it, loving it, making sure I brought the DVD, watching it. I just love the way the whole con goes together. Oh, I know what your number one is. Sorry to cut you off. My number three is your number one. I've just figured it out. Um, Possibly. I don't Carry know. on. No, um, I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I just love the whole concept of Danny Ocean coming back for his missus and taking down <laughs> um, yeah. his character, character. He, he's like I, but do you know what it is again it's that golden moment when the penny drops for Rusty when he's like this is about Tess <laughs> like it, I just love the comedy goal that these yeah. guys have and as Jackie said this film was it was amazing it, I, I just, I've not done the Sinatra one I haven't I, I'm kind of ashamed of myself I wanted to do it for this as well didn't get the chance to but I just loved everything. I think everyone played their part amazingly, whether it be the, the con art, well, they're all con artists, but whether it's how you intertwine into, you know, the used car salesman in Bernie Mac, the, the Oriental guy whose name I don't know, um, but the way he can just fold his body and do like all of this Cirque du Soleil madness. George Clooney and, and Brad Pitt as the kings are cool. Like everyone is just there. Elliot Gould who, who just makes stuff happen. Um, Casey Affleck and I can't remember the other guy, Scott, Scott Kahn. Like, I just loved everybody in this team. They all just worked perfectly. I just, yeah, I love it. Ocean's Eleven. Man. It's it's taking down the man who owns X amount of casinos in Vegas on fight night. Bang. They're going to do it. Loved it. Wasn't Lennox Lewis in this movie? I think he was. <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was, it was, a, it was a Lewis fight, wasn't it? Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lewis Holyfield, wasn't it? I was going to say that. And I was like, did they really go down that road? Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, listen, mate. It's your movie. I don't have anything to add. Let's just do a few comments quickly. Francis Lowen says the producers and top three question mark. Haven't seen it. The producers haven't seen it. Frank Torres says question for you two. If you have to pick one guy from the Ocean's Eleven crew for your own heist, who do you pick? Oh, the the foldable Asian dude. I mean, yeah, but it would be for for, for practicality. It would be him. But I mean, the the charts are right with Rusty. I thought Rusty was the king of cool. <laughs> Brad Pitt, ooh, it's cool, but Just I don't know mark. what he's going to pull off for me. But um, yeah, Francis Nolan says, "Con Argo, Argo, fuck me." <laughs> Should have thought of that. That's another one that I casually had on the list. So, d- all right, I'm not going to say it yet because it may come up on your list. But there's another film that I thought it it, it would have been in the four to five region because the ne- my next two are really powerful. But um, yeah. I can't say it yet in case it comes up on your list, but there's one. Do you have um, Nolan on your list? No. Inception was another one I'm kicking myself for. Argo and Inception, I'm kicking I thought you were going to go with Tenet. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. They conned me out of ticket money that day. That's all. <laughs> Tenet really wasn't very good, was it? It didn't leave a good impression on me. Maybe it's going to be one of those movies which when we... Because in Interstellar, I didn't like the first time I saw it, mate. And now I love it. Maybe it's going to be one of those movies when we rewatch it. As we said, it tries to be too smart for its own good. And it's. I'm just watching people go backwards when I'm like, but it by that token... I don't think Tenet will ever give me an answer of what I'm looking for because I'm like... Inter- well, the movie literally says it won't. Remember when she they're explaining the science and she says, don't worry about it. Try not to yeah, think much about it. Like, oh. questions that I'm asking... That just doesn't make sense because you're going backwards in a time when I'm pretty sure the rest of the world is going forward. How does that happen? What does that do? How's the pro- it, it, it's too confusing. I don't know if I'll ever enjoy it, but we'll see. Hmm. Gavin Mann says Oceans was number five for me. I'm in agreement with what uh, Jackie said earlier. First one is worth watching. The other two can get in the bin. Yep, agreed. Uh, two was so bad. I never actually went to see Oceans thirteen. Start that as well for me, please. Because hashtag I'm with Gavin and Jackie. <laughs> Pedro Sanctos says, not sure I'd qualify Jackie Brown as a con film, but I get where you're coming from. Just the different focus on con than uh, the sting or the grifters per se. Mixed memorabilia says, Nine Queens has to be in the top four, at least as the world cinema representative. You might be surprised how well it does. Look, I can't put a movie on I haven't seen Mixed memorabilia. I can't do it. And sadly, Um, not just is it. Francis Lon says, Ocean's Eleven original still to come? Nope. No, sadly, not seen it. it. I really wanted to. I'm afraid that's it. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, (laughs) then the tech Don Don Cheadle English accent. Not, I actually enjoyed it. No, I I did. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if it sounds bad, but I actually was like, Oh, he's American. I like, I fell for it. Kaiser Soze coming up. No, on the simple basis that I have brought it up ad nauseum to you guys. And I do try to keep my lists a bit varied for you. Um, otherwise, you're just going to be listening to Die Hard with a Vengeance and the usual suspects every fucking week. Also, Jaws. Um, right, Edge. so that was your four, yeah? Yeah, your number three, sir. My three is your one. Get ready to say punt. Go. Catch me if you can. No, it's not. But it is a punt, actually. Well, that... <laughs> it's a pun, but it's not number one. It's not my number one. That's where you threw me off. It's not my number. Oh, one. okay. 
The Nick, fuck? Nick, do me a favor. Put your boot on because you're about to kick yourself. My number three, Jim Carrey, Ewan McGregor. I love you, Philip Morris. No, I wouldn't put it on. You didn't. I love the film. I wouldn't okay. put it anywhere near my top 10, though. I actually, do you know what? I think it's because I'm sucker for true stories. I think that's what really. I know, I know, I know. You love true stories. Again, it's Jim. Let's get, let's get Jim, who recently announced potential retirement as well, recently in this past week. So, you know, let's show some love to Jim. Yeah, we're talking the story of a man who um, married and seemed to have had it all. And then we realized that he's, his dark secret, as it were, at the time is that he's. He's into men. And then we start to find out that he's gay. You like them boys. Yeah. And then and he's in the deep you know, he, gets caught, he gets caught for his fraudulent ways, ends up in prison, at which point he meets Ewan McGregor, a.k.a. Philip Morris. And the love goes deep. And this is where he does absolutely everything to give Phil everything. He just wants to make him happy. He just wants to make it all happen. And no matter what the police do, no matter what happens along the way somehow or another he always finds his way back in and i just think this is a master of disguise a master of con a master of deception and that's where i just thought wow he he deserves his spot sure i wouldn't have put it anywhere near that high but okay. fair enough fair, play. fair enough um, mixed memorabilia in relation to Nine Queens, very frustrating, but I hear you guys. Look, I need to see that fucking film really badly. Um, Gavin Mann says, Nico, feel worse. Are you putting in my recommendation on Twitter? I plead the fifth. Um, Francis Lawrence says, still need to catch, catch me if you can. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Then the text says, guess ages number. I can't. I legitimately do not know what ages number one is. If it's not Ocean's Eleven and catch me if you no, nah, I can't think of it. I don't know what he's done. Uh, yeah, I legitimately don't know what your number one is. <laughs> cool. So that was your three, yeah? Mm. So Golden right. is a gem of a movie, by the way. Just to... It's a fucking fantastic film. No, I'm, like, talking, I'm talking my number one, but um, yeah. What the fuck is it? Time will tell. Oh, you really get Anyway, anyway. on to your number two. This is a classic. Paul Newman, Robert Redford, Robert Shaw, The Sting. Oh, I'm not joking. I'm in the last 43 minutes of the film. It's so fucking. And without it finishing, I can't. I can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I I was enjoying it, but I, I, I need to finish a film. It's just, it just feels law to me. On the basis of what you've seen so far alone, you could put it on. I'm not saying no. It's so good. The young up-and-comer and the wise old wolf. The con artist who decide to knock off a mobster. And how elaborate this con is. <coughs> Did you break the TV again? No. Did you spill water on the TV? Is it no. your laptop this time? What is it? Is it the headphones? No, no, no. The iPhone? What is it? Oh, talking of that, I got my new earphones in this morning. Happy <laughs> I love you, mate. Bro, I, got <laughs> I got this text message saying, like, your earphones are down. I'll be, like, calling my parents because that's, like, my normal registered billing address. I'm like, did the headphones get turned off? No, I'll call my aunt. This is going to drop there. Like, yes, that's where I'm heading tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Look, the sting, 
is one of those classic forms. It's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid together really again. Like yeah. It's it's come on, like it's it's two of the greats in greatness again. Like it's there is nothing that you cannot love about this thing. Also, Quint from Jaws. I always get happy when I see him. I'm like, ha, you got bitten in half. Like, <laughs> you're that guy. Also, you're the guy who gets punched really hard and from Russia with love and doesn't blink. <laughs> he's just I, I love Robert Shaw, man. He's a, he's an absolute badass. Um, the real badass granddad, unlike Liam Neeson. Um, <laughs> let's just shoot the let's just fire a shot while we can, yeah. Right. Liam Neeson wasn't in the discussion, but yes, I get where you're going. He yeah, he's he's a tough son of a gun. He really is. But yeah, this movie, it, it just reeks of its era, doesn't it? And you watch these old films, man, and it's like, I hate to sound like an old geriatric, but it's like, they just made movies better then. The picture is more beautiful. There's less digital effects, obviously, because digital didn't exist, but the movies are better off for it. They have to be better at their craft. The actors have to be more important. They have to act more with their face. They have to time the pace of their movements better. They have to watch what they're doing with the light because they can't just fucking jump into Da Vinci or Premiere and go, da, 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 color correction. It's like the artistry behind these old movies is so far superior. Different, but I still maintain superior to what we have now. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this film is a prime example of that. Look at the film you just pulled for before. Um, 12 Angry Men, Singing in the Rain. These old movies, man, they're so beautiful. They're so fucking beautiful. They're so good. These are the movies which I'm going to be showing little Leia when she grows up a bit and I'm be like, this is the shit. <laughs> this is the shit. Um, <laughs> Francis Lalonde says, always drink gin with a mug. Yes. Um Anyone here would consider in the company of men as a con film, asks Pedro Santos. Uh, Pedro Santos says this thing needs no introduction and should be number one. Hmm. I don't know, man. My number one, I'm pretty fond of. Uh, Gavin Man says, I don't know how you guys managed to what parts of films in in huh? parts of films or in two halves. I always need to finish it in one sitting. Explain why it's taking me so long to complete the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> Gavin, if you were to answer me pre-Rushmore, then frick yeah, bro. That's the statement. I'm the guy that I used to walk in on a film. Unless it really captured me, I'd walk away because I need to know the beginning to know where, where I'm going with this. In order to squeeze 10 films, or potentially more, because again, there's a worse than 11, or to be able to be varied and not feel completely left out and feel like, oh, shit, yeah, not seen it. Sip away. You have no choice. But the tube journey to work, the, the moments of a lunch break, even today when I realized mm -hmm. I was the only one left in the office, mm -hmm. I'm typing away and peeking down at a screen. Mm -hmm. Those sure. are the magics that are required. In an ideal world, yeah, I would do it. And again, it's and again, I'm not putting her under the, the bus. But when the missus goes, I'm not enjoying this, you're like, right, okay, let's find something else. I will finish this while falling asleep. And like these, these are the challenges that you have and just go for. So that's essentially the, the challenges of why it is. Do I want to do it that way? Hell no. I nope. enjoy nothing better than sitting down eye to eye contact with my TV and being like, we're doing this. And we've done like a silver screen dude's day back in the day, even though we were both working, was using that unlimited card and watching four movies in a row. That was a silver screen dude's day. <laughs> like, yeah, we do. We, we does this. It's just not as possible. 
it's just not possible right now. So that that's why I agree. I would love to do it the other way, but some films will get my attention that way. That's why I haven't done The Godfather unless it's a special day off. But yeah, others it just needs to be done that way. I hear that, and I agree with that. Uh, oh fuck! I think Den the Tech has actually just guessed your number. It better not be AJ. What? Uh, Den the Tech says AJ's number one Ant Man because it's a comic. No, 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 no. Better no. not be. It's my number one because it's Ant, and I'm Ant Man. No, but no, <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. <sighs> anyway, I'm so glad you're my daughter's godfather. My God, the dad jokes. Someone's got it. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Mann says, Nico's number one, The Green Mile. Tom Hanks cons his original death, death date. Ages, <laughs> Ages number one, Crash, Invisibility Cloak, cons the bullet. <laughs> well played, Gavin. Well played. Well played. I like that. You really drew from my heart on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Francis Lon says, I need to be ready mentally for a film. Otherwise, I can get distracted easily. That I'll agree with. Sometimes it's very difficult to get through these Rushmore lists because I'm with you. Like, there's specific films I need to like brace myself for. Going um, back to it, can we just show Jackie's comment as well? Because I agree, huh? I've not been able to do Snyder Cut yet because I just don't have that kind of time. I just Snyder Cut's good. I want yeah, to Jackie go Gomez says I still haven't finished the Snyder Cut till this day. It's such a fucking superior movie to the theatrical release. It's actually ridiculous. Jackie G says, why is an inception in both of your lists? Because I'm dumb and I forgot. I put my hand up to it. I forgot. I really did put my hand up to it through speed. And again, then this is not, that's not watching a movie, especially if we're going to sit here and discuss. I can't be like, well, I think I heard what he said. Like, could you imagine watching Snatch in 1.5 and missing half the jokes? Like, or he sounds like Mickey Mouse, so you can't capture the magic of it. Like, oh, hello there, Pluto. Come on, watch some movies with me on the movie, Mount Rushmore. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, can't be done. Pedro Sancto says that's a very nice message. Pedro, thank you. Thank you. Nico Chelsea put up a hell of a fight. They should be proud. Lost with heads held high. Oh, we so moved on. It was never going to be our year. It was never going to be our year with everything happening. But shit happens. We've always got next season. And until someone else still says it, I can still say champions of Europe. It's fine. Two-time champions of Europe. And Mixed Memorabilia says, anyone remember 8mm, Nicholas Kidd? Yes, I do. I fucking love that film. That is a great shout. Uh, cool. AJ, so you're number two. Right. Uh, yeah, my number two is the one you thought was my number one. Catch me if you can. What the fuck is your number one? Bro, it's a big one. This is actually my doing one. my head in. It's actually been my number one before, but it is what it is. In another topic, naturally. In a world where we're in our fifth season and each season is between oh, I'm just saying, and 50 episodes, that does not help me. This is one of those films that naturally always just, it's hard to put it anything lower than number one, personally. But yes, while we're on this topic, catch me if you can. You wax this, lyrical while I try and think what your number one This is. film was <laughs> absolute gold. I always remember this. Now... Yeah, I don't, it's not really a thing. So it was that my uncle was the one who had a <laughs> Sorry. Doesn't Greece 2 count as a 100? Counts as a cod for many reasons, but yeah, sadly, not, not that one. <laughs> not, not number one for me. Um, yeah, I always remember my uncle having a DVD player in his car and watching this when we was on our we were on our way to one of the coasts and driving. We ended up in my uncle's car as opposed to my dad's car. 
and watching this film and being so captivated that it was near the end, third quarter. Again, Gavin, one of those things. I had no control. The film stopped because the car stopped. I was like, no, no, no. I need to see the rest. Coincidentally, ended up in my dad's car on the way back home. I was like, no, I didn't get to see the end of this film. Got the DVD, slapped it up. Just the absolute madness of Frank Abagnale and the way he... Sorry, say that name again. I said Abagnale. Abagnale. Thank you. Yeah. Carry on. I'm just saying the way the way you heard him. And the way he manipulated people from his school years onwards. I just thought he... Oh, the school scene's crazy. fucking great, isn't it? To <laughs> play a supply cool. teacher and fucking own it is absolute gold. Like, the yeah. best part of that is when they're leaving your principal's office and him and his dad look at each other and both laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> You know, from again, very similar to Philip Morris, where it's just conning the world left, right, and center, becoming an air pilot with no trick. Like, what are you doing? Like, how did you do this? He just conned the world so much. And then you've got the FBI tailing you, but you're one up in them the entire way until they get you and use you to help them with other criminals. I thought Leo was absolutely amazing in this film. Tom Leo and Tom acting opposite each other was a thing of beauty. But can we also note? Uh, Michael Sheen, sorry, Martin Sheen, Christopher Walken, Amy Adams, Jennifer Garner. Like, like, you know, joint to me, it was like joint leads, and they just kicked us the whole way through. The film was fucking gold. I'm going to go out on a limb here and, I, and say I think that Catch Me If You Can is one of the most criminally underrated films of the 21st century. I don't think you're spoken about enough. It's not. Honestly, it's it not. really isn't. And it is quite fucking brilliant yeah I'm, I'm gonna stick to that catch me if you can is one of the most underrated 21st century films considering who's in it considering who's directing it considering it's a true story all of the above all the tick boxes which should make it huge it's not mentioned it's not in that category of conversation you're right it's 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 insane this is a nice one from francis long con the truman show yeah can't argue, can't argue with can't that argue. That would work for me. Um, Mixed Memorabilia says, was the ease of character by DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can that caught Scorsese's attention for DiCaprio? I don't think so. Do you know what I think caught Scorsese's attention for DiCaprio? Blood Diamond. I just based on nothing other than the fact that I think that's the finest performance he's ever turned in. It'd be interesting to see what Good old Marty says on that situation. That would be quite interesting. That was the film that said, yeah, I need to work with this kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very interesting topic. Cool. So let's do our worst. Okay. Um, I need to thank Gavin Mann here because <laughs> I actually didn't. No, no, it's not like you're cheating to fuck. But anyway, go. <laughs> when you hear the answer, it's not cheating. It's absolutely not cheating. When you hear what I'm about to say, you'll just be like, I'm a plum for not thinking of it myself. There's no cheating involved. Gavin Mann tweeted underneath the post I made saying, I can't wait for this to be your worst on the on the show. And you are right, Gavin. The moment you said it, I was like, ding! My worst. <laughs> Fucking shadow of a doubt. Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> I'm aware of a review. That's as far as I can go. Like I'm, I'm still... It is so shit. 
but and I would just I would like to re-emphasize this again. I am not saying this with any bias whatsoever. I should be so fucking pro this movie. Let me bring the poster up again. Do you see in the bottom right corner here, corner there, that chick with the white hair? That's Alison Sudol. She's one of my very, very, very close friends. This is her big break, and I'm here shitting on it. Because you know why? I'm not paid anything. The only attention I'm given is with people's very valuable time. People pay me literally with their time. And the only thing I got, to quote Tony Montana, are my word and my balls. And I am not breaking my word on account of anybody. This film sucks. The fucking, the con in it. To be fair, the con itself isn't actually that bad in scope of the narrative that they've set up. But the whole film is so fucking god awful. It's, bro, it's little things. Like, I don't know if you've seen the end of the review. Just riddle me this. I'm all for recasting. We've done it all the time. You recast James Bond. You recast the Joker. You recast fucking Batman. It's a normal thing to recast a movie. We're not stupid, us audience members. We can handle it. Where I start raising question marks is, it's imagine if James Bond one moment was ordering a vodka martini, and then in the next movie he says, I'd like a mojito. It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck was that? I mean, that's nearly as bad as killing the man, and that's why No Time to Die is terrible, but James Bond doesn't order mojitos. I don't care if he's in Cuba, Haiti, or fucking wherever. James Bond does not order mojitos. Vodka, martini, shaken, not stirred. Law, right? What fantastic beast the secrets of Dumbledore? This isn't my opinion. This is... I have eyes, same as all of you. What did we see in in the crimes of Grindelwald? Platinum blonde hair, David Bowie eyes. I can handle the fact that it's not Johnny Depp. I'm absolutely fine with that. Recasting's happened, yeah. Recasting's fine. Why is Mads Mikkelsen not having platinum blonde hair and David Bowie eyes? You are literally changing the presentation of this character. And it's not a little thing. It's not. You have literally said to me, this guy in the second movie, crazy fucking psychopath, depicted. And now you've completely changed how he looks. That's nothing to do with the actor. That's nothing to do with how Johnny and Mads look different from each other. That is the character's aesthetic. That is how the character is presented. That is the tip of the iceberg of how we're starting problems with this movie. But I'm going to say something fucking unpopular now, and I don't give a shit. So I did a little reel today, um, which I actually haven't posted yet, but you heard that the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is about to start. Yeah. Just going to put it out there for anyone who wants to make a beef. Disney made a public apology to Johnny Depp. Just saying. Just saying. If you're taking sides, Disney made a public apology to Johnny Depp. But now Warner Brothers are looking at Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them are looking at Ezra Miller going, maybe it's a good thing he's in trouble. Maybe we should recast him because, oh my God, he's dead. Like when this guy is on screen, he's fucking awful. And it's not just bad script writing that doesn't help. Granted, it's not just poor character, poor character consistency that doesn't help him. Granted, Ezra Miller is not good in this film, and I'd go so far as to say he's never been good as the Flash ever. I hate this idiot child version of the Flash that he's portraying. Hate it. It's not very. I don't think the Flash has been written well. For he's really not. So the fact that I'm just going to say. Fantastic Beast, the franchise, it's like, you got rid of Johnny, 
who's now been basically fucking publicly apologized to by Disney, but you kept this guy who's now in hot water. Three and letters in hot water for a while. This is why I was even shocked to no, no, it got worse recently. So three, three, three letters to Warner Brothers. L O L. As always, knocking it out the park, aren't we, Warner Brothers? This right. film is a fucking offense to one's senses so, and intelligence. So I must and I, I, I will repeat now what I said in the review. Oh, by the way, if you haven't watched the review, the link is in the description below of this video. So knock yourselves out. But I will repeat what I said now. Anyone who wants to jump on the bandwagon of, it's a kid's movie. You haven't seen it then. So, because I've not done any Fantastic Beasts, I'm not too au fait with what the third one is. What, what, what is the con, just out of interest? So, the, it's very boring, AJ. So, the con is essentially this. You've got Grindelwald, who is the big bad, right? And they've, there's, there's this Fantastic Beast called a Chillin in the movie, okay? And this Chillin, it's, it's very pure. So it's the purest of all beasts in the Wizarding World. And there's this ancient wizarding, wizarding ritual where they use the chillin beast to decide who their next fucking NATO leader is going to be, essentially. Okay. Right? The chillin will bow to the person who is purest of heart. So what Grindelwald does is he catches a chillin, he kills the chillin, he revives the chillin, and he manipulates the chillin to bow to him in public, thereby making the whole world believe that He's pure of soul, and therefore he should be NATO leader, wizard NATO leader. And the whole plot is basically trying to stop that. But the thing is, spoiler, they don't stop it. That happens, and then they still overturn it. It's like, what the fuck was the rush for then? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the whole movie is dog shit. I don't know. I don't know. This, I, will, I will do it because I want to do it. It's just one of the tick boxes. But this whole Fantastic Beast world is a bit out there for me but okay before i reveal i'll say world, this yeah. though mads oh. mickelson i really hope he's got a fucking good chiropractor because my god he carries this movie on his back oh wow oh wow okay guys before i um i know nick might go into some comments and before i release mine guys we're at that point if you could start putting your top four your top tens mm. i do if you want to put your top tens in throw them out because i'm about to reveal my worst and then we're into number one territory. Um, yeah, there we are. So, yeah, so stop, stop through? putting your Rushmore's in. Yeah, we do have a few comments. Pedro Sanctos, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Oof, I'm passive. I like the books, the movies are crap. But the idea of Harry, yeah, I said it. But the idea of Harry Potter movies without Harry Potter is just weird to me. Agreed. And the fact that these things are presented as prequels is, is in itself dumb it's, fuckery. Yeah, it, it's a weird, like, and the thing is, you call it a Harry Potter prequel, you're not even involving the parent. I, you know, if you, if you it, wanted uh, to do a proper prequel that was detached from the actual main character, which let's face it, in a Harry Potter world, you have to detach it. Go back and do the founding of Hogwarts. Go back and do like how the houses were made. Let's see Gellert Grind uh, uh, Godric Gryffindor. Let's see Hufflepuff. Yeah. Let's see them all creating this world. That's interesting. I couldn't yeah. give a fucking rat's ass again. Eddie Redmayne and his whisper acting. Oh my god, he brings his fucking A game of whispering in this movie. I was just like, Eddie, speak! Oh, Jackie Gomez says, Speaking of the Joker, what did you guys think of the new Joker deleted scene from the, Bat from the Batman? Fucking loved it. Tops, when you shared that video, it was freaking tops, man. It was... it was like, it was like Batman does Silence of the Lambs. It was fucking awesome. 
and I love what they've done with the with the makeup. Oh, this is it's a well, it's a good play. It's a good play. <laughs> Frank Torres says, "Remember when Bomb was ordering Heinekens for a few years? Less we speak of that, the better." Tucky <laughs> says, "Throwing in white men can't jump." That's an AJ movie. That one. Um, Francis Long says, "I took heat locally when I panned a local indie filmmaker's project with, I still firmly believe, reasoning for panning it." Yep, you have to stick to what's right by you. Um, Francis Lalonde says, and I was and still am friends with that filmmaker and this, and I'm still friends with Alison Sudol. <laughs> she says, <laughs> You have to be real, you can't be a yes man to your people because that's when no. it goes wrong, as far as I'm concerned. No, uh, Jackie Gomez says, Haven't watched the Fantastic Beast, but I thought Mads was a disguise like Johnny Depp was disguised as Conan Farrell. Nope, um. Don't get why Warner didn't replace Ezra on every movie since the first problem when he choked the fan. This is what I'm saying. It's actually a joke. Uh, by the way, also, just since we're on this whole DC Joker thing, can people stop fucking suggesting Grant Gustin replace Ezra Miller in the movie? Just stop with that silly noise. He's not alone. No, Grant's fine. Grant's fine. But this is a billion dollar movie. This is what Warner Brothers want to do. They want to have a billion dollar movie. Aquaman made a billion. The Flash should definitely be making a billion, right? Here's a fact for you. Grant Gustin is not a box office draw. That is a a fact, not just for the fact that he's not a big movie star. He doesn't even pull in TV ratings. People in the comfort of their home, without the effort of having to move and spend money, are still choosing to not watch The Flash. Do you know what the last season of The Flash pulled in ratings-wise? It must be less than half a million viewers, bro. NXT 2.0 does bigger numbers than that. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I hate the guy is not a jaw. So stop this nonsense. He's a perfectly serviceable TV Flash. He is not a movie guy. He is not their billion-dollar guy. Recast. The Flash, make him Wally West and hire Sean William Scott. I said it. Oh, going back to the old days when I wrote a book. Yeah, my God. That would have been top. Right, okay. So, uh, guys. Sorry, just quickly, a few more comments. Uh, just checking if the Swindlers by Fellini being discarded like it doesn't exist. Come on, everyone. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Pedro Sanctos, if what you described is a con, then aren't most 007 films con films? That's just what a villain's plan is. No, so th- there is actually a con. Go and watch the movie. Um, but it, maybe I haven't described it the best, but th- there's definitely a con in there. Um, I'm just starring all of your guys. Rushmore's Gavin Man says, Mad Mickelson used to be a dancer and gymnast, so probably can do a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> I only I only know this after Googling this from watching another round. Must watch film. I love Mads, man. I do love Mads Mickelson. Uh Da, 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 da. AJ Carrion, I'm just starring all of these right. now. Okay, so starring away. So before we went into Rushmore territory, these I requested to be starred because Jackie G, Jackie jo- Gomez said, Ocean's Eleven should be higher. The first movie is amazing and incredibly fun. The other two are garbage. Followed by Gavin, who said, Ocean's was number five for me. I'm in yep, agreement. I know with what Jackie. you're doing. First one is worth watching. The other two can get in the bin. Guys, Come honestly, on. if I could separate one from the other, I would have put one as being worse than the other. But I honestly have this blank of them both being absolute shit 
and just blurring the two. So I had to put 12 and 13 as my guy. <laughs> I, 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 I don't do this stuff to be like funny and ha-ha. I loved everything about Ocean's Eleven. And both of these films are a big blur as to did that happen in 12 or 13? They're both shit. And for that reason, Ocean's Beyond 11 are crap. I knew he went with eight. And I thought, you know what? Eight, as much as it kept referring to Danny, done its own thing. 12 and 13 were just failures. Um, yeah. That's why it became the worst. What the fuck is your number one? This is oh. actually fucking doing my head in. Well, let's get into your number one and then we'll find out what my number one is. Oh, unless you've got the same number one as me. Well, potentially. I don't know. Let's see what your number one is. Hmm. Let's see what my number one is. My number one, Korean. Yes. Yes, my guy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I like it when I can guess your number one. I fucking took it to the wire on this one, though. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best picture winner. It has to be Parasite. Yeah. What a fucking there film. Yeah. I think may, may, there's definitely an element of hype hypeism behind this because there is something objectively to be said that maybe maybe this thing is a better movie maybe I'm still on the parasite hype train maybe I think, it's I'm, it... I, think I may disagree that's and fine I'll answer my question for you why because you would have seen this thing post parasite yet you still chosen and that's i'm not sure because i remember you saw but which cassidy and sundas kid after we spoke parasite the first time around correct and you're still doing this you're still going that way um for all my love of both oceans 11 and catch me if you can i found parasite to be absolutely insane when you're talking about a con let's talk about the uh, fact that this one individual double con yeah, for the price of one there's <laughs> that but it's it's the grain of you you didn't even intend to be where everyone else is an intended con artist will realize they can con this was just a con and then you gradually implemented your entire family into this situation and then the double con takes place like it it it, it goes beyond it is just insane i remember watching this film and i i remember when i was like and it, i was like huh what's this parasite huh? best picture what, what what is this then i had a chance to finally sit down and watch this film and being magnetized being glued to the freaking screen over what i'm watching and i just thought this is magic this is magic in motion and that's why i would put this film into my number one what i love and this is testament to the film and this this is this is just a personal thing of how i consume movies is that it's one thing walking out the cinema knowing you've seen something good and being like, that was amazing. It's a whole other thing when something has created such an intrigue in you that you get home or you leave your living room or whatever and you start scouring the internet and ending up in rabbit holes. You watch it. You start researching the country of origin. Then next thing you know is you're discovering that there's a real disparity between rich and poor in South Korea, a country that I've only been to once and knew nothing about. And you then 
find out that Boon Jong-ho, the director, plays with that disparity so much with his use of large and small windows. And all of a sudden, you're getting so many new layers to this film. And it's for that reason, the fact that this film, maybe it's the fact that it's a foreign film that I went to do that level of research, argument to be made about that, sure. But I did so much like extracurricular fun research to educate, edutain myself more on this movie. There yeah. was, I, I, I've got to be honest, that is something I forgot to mention, the appreciation of lifestyles elsewhere. I, I can't say I went as in depth, but I was just, I, you know, I was just educated. I was literally educated in motion. I was just like, ah, oh, okay, so that's how they live. Oh, my God, they do this. Oh my, like, it, everything was a lesson to me, and I couldn't predict the end into this film either. And with all of that, it just gave me this awesome mix. There's a few comments here I'm not fully understanding, mo notably from Jackie G and Pedro, but we'll get to it. Let's start now. Question, para question mark. Parasite is a con movie? Defo. How can it not be? Are we, are, are we literally misunderstanding uh, or not agreeing on what the term for a con is here? Because we did say, maybe you weren't here at the beginning, but we did say at the top of the show, like, it, you know, a two time, a double cross. A swindle. This, all of this stuff applies. No one was actually who they said they were. <laughs> They're not only it, conning each, like it, it, the whole film is a big con. I, I, anyway, um, Tucky says, didn't even think of Parasite, but it is 100% a con movie. Cool. Uh, Pedro Santos says, this thing is absolutely a better film uh, than Parasite, and time will tell. We'll see. Um, Gavin Mann says, uh, Jackie G, I haven't seen it yet, but I think they con a family in the film. They do. Uh, there's two families who con two families, actually. Um, then the text says, hate this movie. Broke up during this film. Bad memories. Okay. <laughs> I was about to have a heart attack when you said hate this movie. Is that, are we doing Dune again? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, personal reasons on a film could be a real bitch sometimes. Mixed memory, yeah, literally. Mixed memorabilia says, I deliberately didn't mention Parasite. Kind of game over. Game over, man. All right, people, Paxton. Uh, Tucky, the scene with the torrential rain was inc fucking incredible. Oh. Um, Jackie G says, never thought about Parasite as a con movie. This is new to me, and I watched that movie. It's up, Jackie, my girl. It's 100% it's a, a con movie. So, Jackie, out of interest, what would you classify it as? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and pedro is with her like i wouldn't consider parasite a con movie either it's so a con what, movie what, what would you guys call it then this is what i'm, I'm like it's okay yeah okay um I, I'm, I'm intrigued uh jackie g says um yeah i think i like them so much that i never saw them as con artists or the bad guys it's rich people getting fucked i didn't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a beautiful way of putting it. Listen, listen. In a world where I've listened to LBC radio this morning and I've listened to literally people pouring their hearts out, crying at the fact that they can't even put their central heating on and the fact that they can't put lights on in their home anymore because we've just had an increase in our energy bills across the country and our chancellor happens to be trying to do tax avoidance for his millionaire wife. Yeah, fuck the rich. I get that. Also, vote vote Labour at the next election. Get these fuckers out, please. I said it. Um, look at you smiling. Look at you smiling. You music. Look it's just one of those things that if anyone had asked us to turn the clock back 15 years 
and I could have just put money down to me. One day, my good friend, you will say those terms. I, I you, you never have pictured it. <laughs> I like Kistama. What can I say? Um, Francis Lalonde says, I've learned to appreciate films, especially foreign language, um, by researching, but mostly I prefer to watch one to two times before doing any follow up. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and carries on basically if i don't like a film after a couple of viewings i tend to chuck any research without any outside encouragement that's fair mm. uh, yg says in that case would the prestige count as a con movie hell yeah could have hell yeah but do you Absolutely. know what I'm, I'm happy with my top 10 as much as there are some things i'm glaringly kicking myself for uh mixed memorabilia says jackie brown becomes an even better con movie now right yeah listen from all the movies that have been mentioned and discussed here, there is certainly scope for this to become another one of our another. Oh, for sure. AJ, AJ, I think we need to start doing another quite soon, you know? We've got a big yeah. list. I know, I know. It's, it's one of those. But I also feel like, you know what makes it difficult with that? Is that, you know, when we talk about the, we have go-tos, when you hit the another, there is not a single go-to. <laughs> That's the problem. That's true. <laughs> there's no go-tos in another that's true that's what scares me about another anything right just while we are planning out our um just while we are planning out our rushmores let's go over some people's rushmores we've got jackie g oceans 11 should be higher the first sorry no those are the first two stars gavin man uh 10 lucky number seven ah Fuck. That film. It's been a while since I've seen it, actually. Oh, yeah, I would have I... put that on. I love Lucky Number 11. That's a great shout. Damn it. I would have put that on. Number 10, Lucky Number 11. Nine, Mrs. Doubtfire. Eight, Ruthless People. Seven, A Fish Called Wanda. Six, The Usual Suspects. Five, Ocean's Eleven. Four, Angel Share. Three, The Founder. Two, Promising Young Women. And one, Inside Man. My guy, Gavin, Inside Man, number one. Tucky, My Rushmore, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Ocean's Eleven, White Men Can't Jump. I love that Rushmore. Jackie G, My Rushmore, Ocean's Eleven, Catch Me If You Can, Matchstick Man, Inception. That's a very good Rushmore. Awesome. That is an awesome list. That is an awesome Rushmore. Pedro Sanctos says, The Man Who Would Be King, The Sting, Trading Places, House of Games, double, fucking double indemnity, shit. Um, and The Grifters. Uh, mixed memorabilia says my top four not in order nine queens jackie brown il bidone and dirty rotten scoundrels and then the text says three dirty rotten scoundrels two oceans 11 and one catch me if you can aj over to us um here we go so parasite is there. well there's been a lot of pushback on it and mixed memorabilia, we even jumped in and said, like, if we put it on, it's kind of game over. So, all right. I believe Catch Me If You Can deserves a spot. I would agree with that 100%. Catch Me If You Can has to be on there. Would you also agree with Ocean's Eleven? Yes. Bro, the I'm sting, guessing it, the sting has it's going to be, gonna be a, a crime if the sting's not mentioned. So far, I'm very much liking this. <laughs> I'm going to go with it because a few people said it, and I, I believe had I rewatched it, it would have been higher. Would you be opposed to Matchstick Men? 
bro, you've plenty of times in the past given me a pick for, for a movie that you haven't seen, so I will... You, we've lost you audio-wise. You're, you're literally talking into the dead air. Can't hear you. Now you're back. The fact that Jackie has been so verbose about uh, how, how much of a crime it is that I haven't seen Matchstick Men, the fact that it was mentioned last week, the fact that you've said I need to get on it, the fact that you're vouching for it now, I don't see why not. Uh, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that then. Done pretty quickly. <laughs> I yeah. think that's... I don't, I don't see any... Let me just if I was to go through my list, I the only thing I would potentially fight on would be Inside Man, but that's a toss up between like me versus you, you know, Inside Man versus Matchstick Man. I because there's more... Matchstick Man really. I've, I've seen Inside Man, but I really would Matchstick Man was one of my films. Comment section: Inside Man or Matchstick Man? First ten out, first uh, five answers. Inside Man or Matchstick Man? <laughs> Tootsie, thanks, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro Santos, one for Inside Man. Inside Man or Matchstick Man? Jackie G, Matchstick Man. We're tied one apiece. I'm just saying, if it ends one apiece, AJ, you're getting Matchstick Man. Mixed memorabilia saying Inside Man. Pedro Santos said, thought you should include Parasite, which is a very interesting topic in itself. Inside Man versus Matchstick Man. It's 2 1 at the moment, bro. Fair play. All right, go. Pedro also follows up by. Ped Parasite was top of, but it does more often than you'd think, but. It's true. It's not. A, it's not a weekly occurrence. But listen, I'm listening to what you and Jackie. Oh, Matchstick Man. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Take Matchstick Man, bro. Um, look, Pedro. It's man of the people. I have listened to what you and uh, Jackie have said about not being entirely sold on Parasite. So I'll take that on board. And Mitch memorabilia also says, yeah, yeah. I think Parasite is the jaws yeah. in this. So we have. It, there'll be no poll if we include Parasite, and I want to give the other movies a fair shout. And Francis says, I've heard more about Matchstick Men, but haven't seen it before. AJ, it's Matchstick Men then, bro. Nice. Thank you, guys. And again, honestly, bro, and I, I don't want to overhype a film, but it, honestly, like when I say, if I could find it, like, I know I pumped Vinny and you were like, eh, it wasn't that. I This honestly stuck to me as like my... You pumped what? My cousin Vinny. And you were like, give him No, I liked it. I liked it, but I was like, yeah, the, the hype was mad for it. I was like, it's a very good film. Like, I'll, I'll watch it again and again and again. It's one I'm going to watch for a very long time. But it's like the hype people have for it. I was like, easy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. So then I do agree. I do agree. If it's the same number one, it should go in there. But it's a bit like if we pick The Dark Knight, there are some films that are a given scene stealer or vote stealer. So for that purpose only, I, I, I agree with mixed memorabilia and I feel that it's. Uh, it's it's that film that everyone the, the hype train will take over. Also, just speaking of hype changes, look how happy Jackie is here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Like I, I I'm glad that someone else, and I believe Ali Kamza, who's not here this week, was also a, a matchstick man aficionado. Like it's 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 a good film, bro. I'll take it, bro. I'll take it. Let's do the rush more. Okay.
Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of con movies in no particular order is Catch Me If You Can. Our second entry is Ocean's Eleven. Our third entry is The Sting. Final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of Con movies is Matchstick Man. Cool. Um, uh, quick one for Gavin, man. I have a bone to pick with you guys. Listen to your female led comedies episode, and the favorite didn't make either of your lists. Okay. Hadn't seen the favorite at that point. At that point. Seen it now? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, to, be, to be fair, I haven't seen it. Girlfriend hates it, to be honest. I think she said she went to see it at New Year's Eve. Her and her family are f- not fond of this film. <clears throat> Weird, I know. I, I'm I'm an Emma Stone fan, so I will hear no wrong, apart from that film. Emma Stone, Olivia Colman, Rachel Wise. Like, it's very hard to not like <laughs> this film. There was a film, I'm sure it's called Havana or something, I can't remember. But it's um, Emma Stone and Bradley Walsh, which, are, not Bradley Walsh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Walsh, that. <laughs> I thought was going to be untouchable, most boring film I've ever watched. But yeah, it happens. It does happen. Right, it happens. Uh, Francis Nolan says, "Silver Screen Dudes." Next week topic: a fucking weird one. You're still convinced are... I know a lot. I think I have a lot of homework to do between now and then. I am telling you, you absolutely... The only homework you have to do is to just Google the topic and then you'll get a list of the movies and you'll see how many you've seen. There's I am one telling I'll you... finally get to take off my list with this. So have to... <laughs> I'm telling you... My one, two, three... At least four of my six you've seen. I... I... I don't know how you're so sure on this, but we'll see. <laughs> because <laughs> okay, bro. just fucking Google it and you'll see what I mean. And then when you see these movies, you'll be like, okay, I know what he means now. Right. I'm not. There's nothing obscure no, 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 in what I'm telling right. you. There is nothing obscure. When you see it, you'll be like, mm. okay. The list next week, guys. Then think about this one before you go. Huh? Like, it's a weird one, but work with us on it. Top 10 movies with a puppet. Yep. We can't even it. say it with a straight <laughs> We said it. Top 10 films with a puppet. Top 10 movies with a puppet. <laughs> and that doesn't, include, that doesn't include any Will Ferrell movies because, yes, he is a Muppet, but that's not the kind of classic. Yeah. Oh, Pedro Sacto says, as long as we can include a Nick Cage film, <laughs> Jackie Gomez says, are you for real? Jackie, 100%. Yeah. You will be surprised at how many amazing films have puppets in them. And I know what's going to happen the moment I put this question out on Twitter over the weekend. You know what's going to happen? The debate will start. Puppet versus doll versus marionette versus toy. Wait for it. Wait for it. For the record, they all count, right? Doll is not a puppet. Okay. Otherwise, child's play is going on there. Chucky's a doll, not a puppet. Right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Why she says, right, might not tune in next week. <laughs> Only joking. <laughs> <That's pretty good. laughs> 
boom, there you go. Francis Lalonde, the sound of music. Fucking there you go. Straight away. <laughs> and no Melissa. There you go. Counts. Yes. Does Team America count? Yes, of course it fucking counts. It's, it's a puppet. <laughs> the Muppets take Manhattan. That counts. There you go. You guys have got it. No, no. Not metaphorical puppets. Actual puppets. Yeah. As I said, Will, Will Ferrell doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Team America absolutely counts. How does Team America not count? You can see the strings. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yes. Okay, so that's the one, guys. So, once again, thank you very, Fucking very much. Pinocchio, for Christ's sake. Okay, I, I knew that one for fuck's sake. I didn't say I don't know any puppet movie. But, but puppet movie, yeah. <laughs> Jackie Gomez, Nicolas Cage with puppets, Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> This is going to be a better list than you guys think. Watch. Okay. Watch. I freaking hope so, because I've got a lot. I, I, it may be a Google search, but I believe it's a lot of work. It's a Google search. You will have five movies to watch. No, I'm not going to lie. Guess. I have seen The Sound of Music, but I honestly don't remember the... High on the hill was a lonely goat. Olé, 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 hee-hoo. Remember? Fuck it, I'm adding it. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. Okay, guys. So, once again, thank you very, very much for trying to wrap this one up before half 11 UK time. So, what we're going to say right now is thank you, thank you so much. Once again, you guys are the live squad. Be sure to make some people part of the VOD squad and also part of the pod squad. How can they be part of the pod squad? Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Geo7, and just search for Movie Mount Rushmore. Also, guys, be sure to head on over. Oh, he's not. Is he doing it next week? Will he not do it next week? Remind me. It's going to be us. At Movie MT Rushmore, where you can get your vote in to talk, vote for the number one con movie. You thought it was hard for us. It's going to be even harder for you. Right, Nico, is there anything else we'd like to add, sir? <clears throat> yep. If you like the content we've brought to you tonight and you like our existing archive of content, be it pod or VOD, uh, VOD being video on demand, you can uh, just go down to the link below or you can uh head on over to uh buymeacoffee.com forward slash the movie dudes just you know less than your daily price of your daily starbucks you can show some appreciation to us if you want to no expectations no pressure but if we've entertained you hey say thanks up to you guys uh other than that guys yeah please do like the video share the video with any silver screen dude squad my guy gavin um share that share this with anyone who you think may be interested but please do stop you know bring some people along with you if you've got friends who are movie fans just say to them hey we've got these two guys who we watch on tuesday night you might get a kick out of it um but yeah guys really really appreciate yeah. your time as always it's it's blessed that we're here with you guys every week thank you for giving us your time and we will see you on the flippity flip that's shout the out one, to Michael. Until the next one, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. Thank you for everything. Um, AJ, fucking get that shit down. <laughs> um, I'm Nico Laroche. Shout out to all the Nicoholics and Jackie. You're welcome for matching men. See ya. See ya. <laughs>